0: Modern man and we're doomed. Tell me we're going through fifth generational warfare without telling me we're going through fifth generational warfare. Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. My name is Zerkodowski here of We Are Changed and are joined with a full pack of amazing human beings in the house right now that are going to be joining us for a very curious, interesting conversation, to say the least. As of course, we have a lot to say about the Russell Brand controversy. I want to talk about MK Ultra. I want to talk about the placebo effect. I want to talk about all the hippy-dippy stuff that you always know me for talking about Relentlessly. To join us for this conversation, we have a very special guest, Marcel Klein, an individual who is a world-renowned hypnotherapist, a man who has trained and professionally worked with a lot of very high-profile people. Before we introduce him, we wanted to remind everyone, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can now go to streamlabs.com forward slash info wrc. And if you give a donation over $10, we, of course, will be reading your Super Chat, and it will be showing up on this screen. If it's going to be $99, you get instant text-to-speech. And uh, with that, we, you of course, support this broadcast. You could also support it by going to the thebestpoliticalshirts.com and getting the shirt that I'm wearing right now or checking out wearechange.shop, checking out all the great supplements and Our side hustle and third business that we just opened up now because of all the censorship that has been happening everywhere. We don't have super chats. We don't have members here on YouTube. We have Streamlabs, streamlabs.com forward slash info WRC. Click that link and join the conversation. Conversation with Marcel. Marcel, how are you and who are you for the people who don't know you?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm doing amazing. I'm the best hypnotist in the world. What I do is to help people change their mindset so they can succeed in their wealth, their health, and their relationships. A lot of them have been brainwashed to fail. And, you know, we talk about the American dream. The American dream is dying because they want it to die. They want you to rely on the government. And, uh, you know, from a political perspective, uh, they're trying to have more control. How do they have more control? They disempower you. They make you a victim. They make you believe it's not possible. My job is to brainwash you in the other direction so you can have more money, more freedom, more time, more health, more everything that you're looking for, more abundance. And I think, you know, the pendulum's moving back in the other direction. We're America. I think we're the greatest country in the world. And it's not that easy to bring us down. I think a lot of people are stronger than that. We have a lot of free thinking. There's a reason we're the most powerful country in the world. And even though these piece of shit, people at the top are uh, trying to brainwash us in the other direction. There is obviously uh, thanks to the power of social media, even though they think it's you know supposed to be helping them and they have been using it. There is obviously a pushback in the other direction cuz people are not stupid and a big thing they made a mistake on in my opinion is they're doing things way too fast. If they did this slower, they would have been successful, but they're moving so fast that they're going to have massive pushback, right? So if you lead someone slowly over time, they would have had much more success. So thank God they're stupid and uh, in a rush <laughs> cuz they're greedy and they, you know, they have some of them have 10 years left, 5 years left. They want to be at the top. They want to enjoy that power while they're alive. Mm. So they're rushing it. Yeah. That's my opinion there.
0: I like to call him piece of trash scumbags, family-friendly show for the hour. <laughs> then we're going to go over to Rumble, and then we're going to let a lot of major <laughs> bombshells loose. Also in this show, our official co-host, Clint Russell, will be hypnotized to believe that he is a chicken. Are you excited to be a chicken, Clint? Uh, this is the first
2: I've heard it, <laughs> and I am horrified at this point. But, uh I tend to agree with him. Actually, uh, I, the only thing—the reason I think that their plans have been uh, sped up—is largely because of the debt apocalypse. Like they don't—they don't really have a choice. They have to transition. They have to have the mechanisms for control. But I'm sure we'll get into that more. Mm-hmm. I'm the host of Liberty Lockdown, also co-host of Tower Gang, and I am thrilled to be with you people once again.
0: And Stephanie is also joining us here today, the button pusher from We an, are Actually Miami. Yes, a real Miami resident.
3: I am the button pusher for We Are Change, and I'm excited. Just don't brainwash me, please. Uh, I, I, I'm happy with where I'm, where my programming is at. I think
0: Lu- I think Luke <laughs> did a good job. Don't worry. It, it's pos- <laughs> it's positive brainwashing. Okay, Steph? <laughs> it's okay. Just just submit yeah, and yeah. obey. Marcel's going to lead you down a very good path of, of being a very good button pusher and a, a very good uh, co-host here on uh, this podcast that we're messing around with and testing out and seeing what's going to happen here. We are actually in negotiations with Rumble to officially work with them, so we'll see if that works out. But for now, we're live on many different platforms, so share this broadcast with your friends and family members because we're going to go into a lot of very important nuanced Deep down the rabbit hole, really important information for the next two hours with our guest Marcel I think, here. I think they, yeah. they're
1: not going to get anywhere else because this, informa- this is information really only I know. I'm, I'm the best in this in the world is my obsession. I understand psychology at the highest level. There's there's no human being in the world that could do what I could do. Not just saying in a cocky way, you guys will see, I'm, I'm super transparent because I use this for good. So I like to show people every single thing I possibly can to empower them and give them Ability to do so. So when you're watching this, I mean, this is going to be something that's going to give you a skill set. You're not going to get anywhere else. If you ever wanted to come to a seminar, it costs thousands and thousands of dollars. Talk to work with me one on one, have a conversation like this, cost you a million dollars. So I'm super expensive. I, you know, I have a line out the door, a list of people that just constantly want to work with me. Call me. I have been back to back to back to back. I told Luke, hey, I'm flying out tomorrow morning. If you want, I'm free tonight. Let's make it happen. He's like, let's make it happen. So I'm here you know, I'd make sure you guys pay attention. It will change your life. It's not just politics. This is actually going to show you science, literal science, psychology that you will not get anywhere else. It will change the way you see the world
0: permanently. Clint is going to be clucking in (laughs) no time, and I'm very excited (laughs) to see this transformation and this hypnosis. We are going to be hypnotizing people here. I I haven't told anyone about this, by the way. I just kind of made this up as we're going along. But I've I've hung out with Marcel. I know him through a good mutual friend of ours. That, of course, is Owen Cook, who is an incredible human being. He's really fun to be around, and that's how I met you, and we've been hanging out a couple times here and there. And uh, No, I I think you're, you're the real deal. I think you do a lot of incredible work. You've done a lot of work with Jake Paul as well. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show as everyone right now is talking about Russell Brand and the controversy surrounding him as, of course, he's being accused of some very serious allegations. And now there are five women that have come forward, four are anonymous, and they're alleging that in 2006 to 2012 he forced himself on there, psychologically abused them. What did those terms mean? What is exactly Mm -hmm. happening here? We still do not know. But this is captivating all the social media attention right now. All the papers in the United Kingdom are running this front page news. And I personally don't think that is a coincidence. Now, is he exonerated? Is he totally innocent here? Well, Well, I just met him once. I interviewed him once. But he doesn't Again, just looking at the surface level of this, a lot of people are automatically raising the red flag, saying, hey, something's suspicious here. Something doesn't really add up when we're focusing just on this one single guy that dares to be the biggest voice against the establishment here. Why are we looking into every little aspect of his life all the way back in 2006? Again, we're gonna wait, we're gonna see the evidence and then we're gonna come to our own conclusions here. But for me, uh, the first thing that comes to mind when I'm seeing all these kind of articles, when I'm seeing all these hit pieces, we see also a management firm of Russell Brand cut ties with him officially just a couple hours ago. The first thing that I think of when I I see this is, you know, the CIA used to assassinate a lot of anti-establishment figures. I think they definitely have moved on to a different kind of approach here that, in my opinion, is more effective than just assassinating somebody, martyring somebody, and making them very popular. I think that they have mastered the skill of character assassination and that this could be something of a larger kind of plot psyop against him to frame him in a way in order to dispel and destroy any kind of voices against big pharma, the military industrial complex and the true uh, the true powers behind the scenes that are really calling the shots here. That's my initial kind of knee jerk reaction. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what you guys feel about it. But uh, Russell Brand, again, I've been around him, I interviewed him once, very charismatic does it seem like the person who would be forcing himself on women for any reason?
2: Well, he certainly has a lot of options. The guy's very charismatic, and he's he's been uh, in the limelight for you know decades now. Uh, what I found fascinating, I watched the the Channel Four like kind of trailer reel, and I also watched the extended one, which was eight minutes. I couldn't find the whole thing, so uh, you know I'll reserve total judgment at this point. But I will say the allegations made against him were very. Uh, benign. One of the women, in fact, said explicitly that she went on after she felt that she was approached in an inappropriate way. She went on to have a consensual relationship with him after that and then apparently regretted it after the fact. But she was very clear that it was consensual. So um, all of the allegations so far that I've seen uh, strike me to be, uh, you know, maybe maybe like in the, the gray area of you're not being the greatest guy in the world, but you're also not being a predator. I don't know for sure, but I will say this: the guy has been incredibly uh, successful and powerful in in speaking out against the regime, particularly the the Bill Maher clip where he just goes ballistic on the the funding of the research that went into uh, much of the COVID era and and how the taxpayers are ultimately on the hook for what amounts to corporate profits in the back end. I think that that alone would be enough. On top of that, he talks a lot of the truth about the Ukraine war. That's not allowed either. There's just a lot, of, a lot of things that he says that put him in the same category for me as Tucker Carlson and why he was fired from Fox. That's my two cents. Yeah, because if you really look at it,
0: it's it's kind of Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson, Russell Brand as the major kind of figures against, you know, the technocratic AI dystopian satanic entities that are really calling the shots in our modern day society. And what better way to take them down than instead of just making them martyrs, but to, of course, make everyone distance themselves, be afraid to talk to them. And when we look at the recent cases of what happened to Brett Kavanaugh, Julian Assange, even Donald Trump. Donald Donald Trump was accused of, of assaulting someone 25 years ago. Brett Kavanaugh, 30 years ago. Julian Assange, that's the most egregious case right now because they used allegations against him. They called him uh, what they're calling Russell Brad now, that he forced himself on all these women. Meanwhile, there was these laws that where he was... In particularly in Europe, that, vi- that he violated because he didn't wear a, a prophylactic, because he cuddled without permission after having intimate, consensual relations with somebody else. He went to jail. He was accused. His entire reputation was ruined based off charges that, of course, were dropped since there wasn't really any kind of strong evidence against them. And the charges against them were bullcrap in the first place. So what better way to stigmatize, to destroy one of the main chief opposition voices leaders than say, this, guy's, this guy you know, doesn't know how to control himself. This guy touches people. It, it, this guy violates people. This guy's hurt people. He's a bad person. And sadly, it, we'll see what's going to happen here. We'll see how powerful this kind of larger machine is. Will it work? Will it not work? And more importantly what else will we be finding out from here? Because the way that the media is doing this, it's very kind of calculated. It's very kind of strategic. So they released uh, you know official information about this entire saga through Russell Brand, who, of course, addressed it before anybody else. And then we saw a trailer. Then we saw a news article. Now we're seeing a lot of articles. And I think what we're going to be seeing from here on out are these slow drips, these slow pieces of, of release of, of information that, of course, is going to build up to this larger story in a PR kind of campaign as there is an organization here working together. There is people behind the scenes organizing this larger attack um, that, again, could be true, could be not, because I, I think there's three scenarios that could be absolutely true here. One, he could be a sociopathic bad guy that was a celebrity that had just abused his powers. Is that the case here? Probably not. Doesn't seem like it, especially with the way that he purports himself to be today. Two, this could be a setup. Three, who knows? Both could be true at the same time. And he he did do a lot of drugs. Maybe when he was on drugs once, he lost control and maybe he made a mistake. I think all those are possible here, but I think the most likelihood uh, of an outcome is that he's being set up, in my opinion.
1: I mean, you have a celebrity who's attractive. It's not like he's not attractive. He's in shape. He's health conscious. He works himself super into personal development. You could see him talk to Tony Robbins, all these other people. Uh, You have a man who dated, um, was he married to Katy Perry or dated her?
0: I think he he was married to her. So he's
1: married to Katy Perry in her prime and left her. Uh, It doesn't look like he's desperate for women, in my opinion, Uh, you know, but who knows? You know, he's been a celebrity for a long time. They're going, they're not finding anything new, right? So they're going way back because they're going to a time where you barely had an iPhone 2006. I think the iPhone even came out. So how are you going to film it? How are you going to prove it more than just hearsay? So it becomes undisputable uh, allegations. Look at the end of the day, I have no idea if he did or he didn't, but let's just say he did for like, for argument's sake, why is that being covered? Well, you know, I I think there's two ways that the government is conditioning the world. One is misdirection and the other one is priming. Hmm. So they're priming and they're using misdirection. Now, You know, we have a massive campaign coming out again. And, you know, that campaign is Donald Trump. Donald Trump's coming back again. And what they used to really smear him second time around was all these sexual allegations and it worked. So they can't just be like, ah, Trump, sexual allegations again. I think they have to start priming it by slowly attacking everyone that would come in support of him. Interesting. And coming around it because, you know, it's, it's like he's... Their strength in numbers. I think they're going to start priming everybody to start looking at this while simultaneously doing a lot of misdirection. And I think that if we decide to go to war in Ukraine, then that might also strengthen, you know, the chances of a re-election as well. So they're, they're probably setting up a lot of things right now to try and strengthen this re-election because look, <laughs> end of the day, I know a lot of friends who are liberal, like truly liberal and mm-hmm. you know, they're cool. They're not the weird liberals that are, you know, you move the Overton window and they're just kind of like, fascist communist uh triggered you know they obviously are in like some kind of psychosis uh yeah it's not those people and that's a very small percentage of the population like super small percentage of the population they're just loud they're very very loud yes um so what I'm looking at here is when when you look at all these people, even my friends that are liberal, they don't like Joe Biden. They don't like the fact that you know a, a, a gas is now $90, about to go to $150 by the time we have the election. They don't like the fact that they have to spend way more money, that interest rates are way higher. They don't like the fact that they go to the grocery store and it's twice as expensive as it was four years ago. Some kind of they don't psychosis. Like nobody likes that. So nobody likes the fact they're spending more. And then on top of that, they come in front of your face and they lie to you as if you're so stupid. They, they insult everyone's intelligence and they say... It's fine. And that's upsetting. I mean, even if it was conservative, I'd be furious. I don't care if it's conservative or, or liberal. It is infuriating that they're doing that. And they're, they're constantly depreciating the dollar. They're constantly doing all these things. So they're hurting everyone day to day. So you have to ask yourself, you know, what's the bigger picture? Forget forget what's happening to Russell Brand. What is the big picture here and i think they're moving this into you know the grand scheme of things is their agenda is they want to be in more power mm-hmm. so you have to ask how does this piece of the puzzle fit into that well are they priming us to think this is bad again are they bringing back like a me too movement type era what are they doing that is going to start to you know instigate this cultural trend and he's so big Right? They didn't go all out because they know if they go all out and they just do everything. I think they're kind of dipping their toes in the water to see the reactions because it's been a while since they've done this. There's been pushback. It's like a, yeah. it's like a sample. Like, what's Two step happen?
2: forwards, one step back. This, yeah. That's this, their strategy. This usually. is not dissimilar to what they did with the Russian collusion narrative against Trump. It was just these piecemeal allegations. You had congressmen that would come out and they would say, oh, I've seen the confidential documents. By the time you see it, uh, the Trumps will be perp walked. The entire family. Uh, I'm referencing Adam Schiff, of course. None of it was true. None of it was true. But if you just kind of lay these breadcrumbs and you allow the the people that want to believe the worst possible thing about Russell Brand, and to Luke's point, what I think is interesting about the the new variant of assassinations that happened in this era versus the prior ones against civil rights leaders, JFK, RFK, et cetera, is that if you take out those people physically, it ultimately bolsters the opposition. It makes them be become more entrenched in their beliefs. If you character assassinate them, well then the entire ideology itself is then put into uh, to doubt. Yeah. So like Russell Brand's entire opinions, the things that he actually has become very famous as of late for espousing and popularizing, well now those ideas will be tarnished along with Russell Brand and I think that is probably why they're taking this angle. I mean, yeah, like, if you're anti-establishment you like to hurt
0: women. That's essentially the larger kind of correlation yeah. that they're making here I actually asked, uh, the YouTube audience on youtube.com forward slash we are change. Do you find him guilty or not? We have an official poll running in the comment section already. We have a couple hundred votes and overwhelmingly 87% said that he is not guilty as of right now. Again, I just posted it. Let's see what you guys say. We're going to come back to this, but there are also a lot of women coming forward and saying, Hey, I know Russell brand. I had relations with Russell brand and, uh, he was they was great. He was a gentleman. <laughs> he was absolutely cordial and nice. There's one here by a Samantha Pradesi on Twitter who wrote this whole open secret and everyone in comedy knew is BS. I was actually around Russell Brand as part of a political campaign in 2015. If comedians were so worried about women in his presence, why didn't anyone warn me? It's malicious gossip, a smear campaign. So that's one person representing their voice. There's also another woman who came out with a very oh. interesting video saying something very similar. We're going to play that here right now.
4: Um, I actually know who this is about, and I have the receipts. I was contacted in June by a journalist uh, regarding a video I made uh, about a certain celebrity and a weekend that we shared together. The video is kind of viral. Uh, it's on my page somewhere if you want to go see it. And that certain somebody was, as most of you will be aware, Mr. Brand. They weren't going to use my story because it didn't fit the narrative for their documentary. Because he wasn't an asshole to me. <laughs> but here are some of the messages. Obviously, I will take out the person's name and stuff. We had a phone call. She contacted me for more information. And I didn't contact her back because I kind of felt like it would be mean. Anyway, there you go. Put your bets on. It's a documentary about the one and only Mr. Russell Brand. Uh, And just a fun fact. Astrology-wise, the lunar nodes of destiny have shifted into Aries right on top of his Mars and Moon. Written in the stars, baby. Okay, bye.
0: Uh, of course, she's a woman that probably will read your charts and wants to know the exact time that you were born so she could tell you exactly everything about you that your mother warns you about not to date. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had an incident where I was like, hey, mom, what, what time was that? She was like, stay away from her <laughs> immediately. She knew right away. But, but anyway, that, that, that's two women now. They're coming out and saying, hey. Uh, you know, I think this is bullcrap again. And at, they're, not at, right? yeah, 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 they're not anonymous, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they're not anonymous. They've, they've the come accusers, out with their profile. The
2: accusers are...
0: Uh, you Four know. out of the five are anonymous. Organization. An anonymous accuser, right? from how do you investigate an anonymous
1: accuser from 2006? How do you investigate anonymous accuser? Exactly. How do you find out if they're full of you know full of it?
0: How
2: do you defend yourself? You can't.
0: Or if it. you're you know an influencer or celebrity and you have someone who you know clearly wants to be intimate with you and you're in the bedroom and it's just you and them, there's no witnesses. How do you prove your innocence uh-huh. there? Which again is going to be something that. We're going to see how a court of law kind of handles because I, I expect a lot of lawsuits here. But, but but I think the court of public opinion is more important here than anything else right now because he's being tried, he's being found guilty automatically uh, with the newspapers. Russell Brand, uh, you know, name that we can't say here on this YouTube, forced himself on women, hurt women. So his reputation is already being tarnished. Organizations, groups are already distant, distancing themselves from him. So it, the psyop, I think, has worked or originally but another point i want to make is we entertain all different ideas here we even told you he might be guilty he might not be probably not guilty especially looking at everything that's happening here but look at these other news organizations that are investigating him they're looking for particular individuals with a particular story that will back them up with their assertions that is not journalism that is an absolute hit piece that is made to specifically tarnish and destroy someone's reputation because if you're a legitimate journalist you're like, okay, these women said that they have very negative interactions with him. These other women have a different story to share about their interactions with them. And you share both sides of the story. That's clearly not happening here. Clearly, Russell Brand, bad. His ideas, bad. What he stands for, bad. Shut him down. Destroy him before he influences more people to critically think themselves. That's what I think is happening here.
2: And I think it's clearer than ever. Let me just add, too, that the in the uh, Channel 4 documentary trailer... Uh, one of the women actually, the like the allegation about him, I found kind of laughable. They said, as you were describing earlier, there was before the cell phone era was really, uh, you know, fully popping. And he would he would write on a piece of paper his phone number or his room number in a hotel. He would hand it hand it to one of the producers and then take it into the studio audience and like offer it to girls. And some of these girls would take him up on it. They would go and have relations with him. And and I'm thinking, okay, well that's you know it's kind of sleazy, but it's not criminal and then she even goes so far as to say these girls would call me the next day and they would say you know it was always consensual but like sometimes he didn't call them afterwards and they would call crying about it and i'm like <laughs> i'm like so is that really what this is cuz if that if that's the worst you can you can allege against him you're kind of grasping at straws here and it to bring that publicly uh, particularly from anonymous people It's just really egregious. It's just pure character assassination. If you have evidence, where are the criminal charges? Why is this being adjudicated in the court of public opinion? It doesn't make any sense. If he's actually a serial violator, well, then he ought to be prosecuted or investigated at a minimum. This is ridiculous. Well,
1: I think they're shifting the Overton window. Mm. So it's going from rape to you didn't call her back the next day to you say hello to a woman and you're a rapist, right? Like, (laughs) Like, I think they're moving the Overton window for two reasons. One, because then... It doesn't matter. Even people with a clean reputation can now be tarnished. Someone who's been with one woman his whole life, if he ever didn't call someone back can be tarnished, it's just making a much bigger target. Everyone becomes a target at that point. Mm -hmm. And I think the second thing they're doing here is they're just testing to see how how far they like. Can we push the limits? And if people still view the media as an authority, if they still view the public opinion as an authority, they're going to respond. You know, I don't know if you guys do you know the Milgram experiment. Yes, I, I heard about do. it. Yeah. But yes. for the
0: people who don't know, explain it to them. So,
1: so long story short, you have this guy named Stanley Milgram. His family got killed in the Holocaust, and he's watching all these Nazis, you know, SS officers go on trial for war crimes. And they're being interrogated, and every single one kept saying, you know, when asked, hey, why did you do this? They all said, well, I was just following orders. So he's not an idiot. He's a smart guy. He says, well, there maybe there's some truth to the To this, so he decides to run an experiment where he tells people, "Hey, you know, I want to see how uh, electroshock therapy can help with education." So these two people, you know, hypothetically like one's a volunteer, one's an actor, but they don't know that. They come in, they draw cards. One's a student, one's a teacher. So the teacher and the student go across the other side of the wall. The student sits down, gets all these electrodes uh, set up on them. The teacher gets electrocuted mildly, so they know it's real. They come back to the other side of the wall, and they're instructed, "Hey, you're going to ask these people these questions, uh, you know, a series of questions, and every time they get it wrong." you're going to shock them and increase the voltage. In front of them, they had this device that had all the voltage, you know, 50 volts, 100 volts, 150 volts, goes all the way up to 450 volts. At 450 volts, in big letters, it says danger, deadly, do not do this, right? And they started, you know, asking questions and people would get it wrong and they'd shock them and they keep increasing the voltage. And eventually on the other end of this wall, they start screaming, they're saying, my chest hurts, please stop, I have a family. And these volunteers were noticeably uncomfortable. Now, Stanley Milgram standing there, he's a tall guy standing there in a lab coat and he tells him, keep going. And because he says, keep going, they keep going. Now, what percentage of the population do you think actually shocked them uh, and all the way to 450 volts. It murdered them pretty much. They start making noise at, uh, after 300. They don't even talk. They just keep going. If they don't answer, it's a wrong answer. They just keep going.
2: I, I'm familiar with it, so yeah. I, I won't answer. Well, yeah, for okay. those of
1: you watching this, you know, you might be thinking this won't be me. Well, 68% of the population, it's been replicated over 40 times, 68% of the population went all the way to 450 volts. Now, the other, you're like, well, I might be the other 32%. Well, what percentage of the population, you know, went all the way to 250 volts, which is more than a 110 volt outlet inside of our house now that can kill us right here in the U.S.? It's more than enough to kill a human being. 100%. 100% of people who did this experiment because a person in a lab coat, a symbol of authority told them to do it went all the way to 250 volts. Now, if the media or other people's opinions weigh on you, which is the majority of the population, and that's a symbol of authority, even if you disagree just to not be judged and ousted by everybody, you're going to look at Russell Brand and say, this man is bad. But here's what you don't understand. There's a very small percentage of the population that actually believes that. Majority of the population doesn't. And if we all collectively come up and say, this is ridiculous... Then who's going to be the one who's going to be ousted? Who's the one who's going to have to comply to us and give us more freedom back? Right. It's going to be the people at the top. <clears throat> the problem is there's a very small amount of people at the top that are not good people, that are disconnected from reality, that are all you know egotistical, narcissists, and they want complete power and control. They do not care about you, me, or the other person watching this. They actually don't care about you. They're implementing every piece of psychological warfare they possibly can on you. They're manipulating you, destroying everything that we know to be free, happy, enjoyable, because they don't care about your happiness. They don't care about the population increasing in size. They're pushing an agenda where they want the population to decrease. They're trying to push things that are not good for you. Like, I mean, even on the CDC website, more people have died, right? Tell me if I'm wrong, from the, from the vaccine than, than COVID right now. Yeah.
0: We're on YouTube, so we got to be careful oh, with sorry. what we're saying here because uh, we're going to go on robot and explore all Con, those specific issues here. Consult your doctor and
2: decide uh, for yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, Dr. Fauci wears a lab coat, so it's okay that he electrocutes beagles and dogs <laughs> and small <clears throat> animals and puppies, which is actually a true story. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, I believe Dr. Fauci, no matter no matter what. Uh, <laughs> until, and, we uh, until we get to rumble. Until we get to rumble. Yeah. Then, then we can have a real conversation <laughs> here about that specifically. But but no, I, I think what you described is essentially what just happened within the last three years with the sickness that has been going around everywhere. And now, you know, I, I think we're, we're also in a very interesting situation where a lot of these kind of newspapers, a lot of the corporate media, is also losing legitimacy at the same time because people are like, wait, You guys lied about everything. You guys lied right after this event in in New York City. You guys lied to us about the economy and the banking crisis. You guys lied to us about weapons of mass destruction. You guys lied to us about a global sickness and why we needed to lock down and destroy our our livelihoods. I, I, I think this is also something that is happening from the establishment that is essentially in a corner. And when you corner an an animal, it lashes out. I think this is them lashing out as aggressively as they can to try to stop individuals that are taking all the legitimacy away from them. Because if you if you look at you know. Uh, Russell Brand, who, by the way, th- there's entire YouTube channels dedicated to him, like Charisma on Command and other ones that literally go through how um, a much of a persuasive per- personality he is. Uh, I-, I-, I think it's fair to say that they're like, that's, that's the target number one, because the normies really like him. The Kyles and Karens, they're like, yeah, that's that superstar guy. That's that guy that's all in the Hollywood movies. He has a lot of legitimacy. They have to end that. They ended Tucker Carlson's career on on Fox News, on national television, I think predominantly because he was having such a huge influence on everyone. Now, he's still releasing some videos, but if you look at the larger impact, Kevin McCarthy was terrified of him when he was on Fox News. Now... Kevin McCarthy's running around doing whatever he wants with, of course, Tucker Carlson and Fox News not there to kind of check him on his power and all the stuff that he keeps using and abusing in very negative ways and selling the American people out in many different ways that, of course, the mainline general public doesn't even know about because Tucker Carlson isn't no longer there to address it. So you look at what happened to Tucker Carlson, you look at what's happening to uh, Russell Brand, you look at what's happening to Elon Musk. Those three individuals are also now being attacked by the corporate media saying... Look at all these guys trying to excuse the assault on these women. Look at all these horrible guys that are on Team Russell Brand. They're bad people. Again, this is a system lashing out. My question to you guys, will this, will this cornered animal strike and have a successful hit or is it an act of desperation of an animal that is dying and losing all of its influence? I think
1: history uh, repeats itself. And any time in history where a government took too much power from the people, the people eventually overcome that and i do not think that these people will be different i do not think that you know p- ultimate power ultimately corrupts and every time there's a corrupt establishment they end up collapsing no matter what and then a new establishment arises and then there's some corruption again and then it happens again now you look at a country like south america you know and you know all the countries like you look at argentina venezuela all these places that currently have you know brazil even mexico all mean all south america is pretty much extremely corrupt and you're like, well, why isn't it happening there? It is. You just don't hear about it. You know, you have protests there all the time. You have you have these things. And honestly, the government doesn't even have that much control. Cartels have control. You know, there's there's it's a fight for power. So it's not even that it's corrupt because it's one powerful entity that controls the country it's many factions many cartels many gangs that control it and that happens and then eventually one will come into power again they'll try to take too much power then they'll rebel they'll collapse and you'll go back into these factions until you have a you know solid established government so the u.s i think is so powerful because we had that we, we created a democracy we have you know we have our constitution which you know for the most part is not trying to be attacked but i think that because we have this constitution and they, they created it knowing human psychology. They understood that this is in the nature of human beings. And when we question that, the reason, the people who question that, people who are attacking it, are the very people who don't like the Constitution. They're the opposite of patriotic, and patriotic defined as they like American values. They do not share the values of the American people, they share the values of other countries, and they're trying to take away people's power. And I think people are falling into the trap because they do what everyone does they tell you, hey, here's a problem. Let's take your focus here so you're not focused on what's happening. Everyone's kind of in La La Land, not really paying attention. They think that they go get Starbucks every morning, their life hasn't changed. And then it's almost like they forgot that they couldn't go to Starbucks for a long time. That It was closed, you couldn't go to restaurants. I used to go to Coffee Bean. There's a Coffee Bean that was there from when I was a little kid, I live in LA. It's out of business. Tell me how Coffee Bean goes out of business, how all these Starbucks that were open are out of business. They would never go to business, entire mall went out of business and
2: all this it's like a drug dealer going out of business it just doesn't really happen it happens
1: when you can't do business <laughs> well of you know? course
2: yeah. of course but i i think that i mean your the points you made uh, particularly about uh you know latin america were interesting um i would argue that in america we are also living in a narco state but it's uh not, big pharma yeah not, a, not <laughs> a narco state a narco state yeah. and and i would argue that it's uh, the two the two gangs that are warring are the republicans and the democrats and they're You know, the product that they're moving is, you know, Pfizer, Merck, et cetera, et cetera. And I just wanted to add to his point earlier about how 68% of people took it to the lethal level in the Milgram experiments. That happens to be almost exactly the percentage of people that got uh, two doses. So just wanted to point that out. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, 70%. So it's pretty close. Uh, I think that's worth noting. And I think uh, cheers to the 30% of you out there that saw through it. Yes. And then majority of women... Uh, actually took that procedure
0: and uh, less males, of course, complied as well, which uh, makes dating a little bit difficult now. I won't lie. We're going to (laughs) talk about uh, dating with Marcel in just a little bit here. But one last thing that I wanted to bring up around this entire kind of saga is uh, an article that I have pulled up now from Forbes that reads UK police. Steph, can you? uh, uh, Yeah, there you go. Button pusher. We're calling you out. And we also want your comments here as well, because you clearly speak way too much. Uh, But but, uh, I want to talk about this article before going anywhere else here. And that is how the UK police have dropped their investigation into Prince Andrew and his connections to Mr. Epstein and his whereabouts when he was with a specific child. That accuses him of some very horrible actions and deeds. Huh. So, uh, I think with, with what's happening wow. now with, with Russell Brand, I, I think we have to understand that. You know, let, let's let's see the evidence. Let's see what we got here. But let's be careful before we destroy a man, before we hear out all the sides of the story here. But I I think it's fair to say, when it comes to Prince Andrew, when it comes to the royal family, when it comes to the authorities that, again, told you, no, don't worry, we're going to make sure he's going to be held accountable. We're going to investigate him. When they drop their investigation, when there's clear evidence, there's photos, there's individuals coming forward that are non-anonymous saying, hey, I was with this guy. I was trafficked. I was sent here for this man who did unspeakable, horrible things to me as a child, right? Th- that's a real issue that deserves to be talked about in a very serious matter, as of course, thousands of children were hurt in this particular way with your tax dollars, American tax dollars, going directly towards the protection and the aiding of this entire extortion operation, which lasted over 30 plus years. When I was in the U.S. Virgin Islands investigating this specific story, everyone knew, everyone that I talked to, everyone that i spoke to i was like hey i'm investigating the story they're like yep i saw it i saw even the small children that were landing in the private airplane that were literally just transferred over into a helicopter the helicopter went to little saint james island where all these Uh politicians all these powerful people were just hanging out and doing you know what that's the real scandal if we had a corporate media that actually gave a damn about these allegations gave a damn." about people being hurt by powerful individuals, they would actually go after the real powerful people in the establishment that are actually doing this, that there is actual evidence and proof of, instead of possibly plotting fake accusations, the weaponizing trauma, trying to get political game from this entire situation, and delegitimizing any other further claims by potential real victims out there. Because I think if you really look at this story, if it is a PSYOP like we think it is, the biggest disservice that this does to the general public, it's the actual people who are victims of this kind of abuse that sadly now will be questioned more than ever since it's being weaponized in such a grand way.
2: It, it really does diminish the, the credible allegations. And what's really frustrating is the dichotomy in treatment. You have basically these hit pieces that come out of, about Russell Brand from anonymous sources, and it's like, if you if you defend him you're viewed as being some sort of defender of uh, of an assailant of an assaulter and really all i'm all i'm imploring of the audience is to maintain inquisitiveness like maintain some level of innocent until proven guilty the the flip side of this is that you have these really credible allegations about epstein and and you have his basically assassination that happened in jail most likely we'll never know you have the the cameras that are off you have the police that are ultimately exonerated of any sort of uh you know guilt in in not doing their jobs and keeping their prisoner alive uh it's just the list is it's so obvious that there is a a 2 tier justice system and i wouldn't even say it's a justice system it's just an injustice at this point yeah steph what do you think about i this? really
3: think that this is amazing luke that you brought it up about uh, jeffrey epstein because I just, it just blows my mind how we're even talking about this right now, how the fact that Russell Brand is being targeted, just like Trump is being targeted, just, it's just so obvious to me, and then... Oh, it's just so easy to just forget about the people that are actually have real criminal charges, like being put against them, real like lawyers going into this. And now we're just trying to switch it, uh, like put it under the rug, really talk about something else that's distracting. What? Russell Brand, a person who has from the start of COVID, we've watched him start his podcast, become a news aggregator, start showing people using his... Um, his personality from being um, an actual like actor that people like and maybe they dislike, but had that controversy, had that popularity, able to leverage that into actually speaking against the, glo- the globalists, speaking against uh, COVID, what's going on, but not just like against, but really doing it in an investigative journalism way where he's actually providing us the facts and asking the audience to actually think critically. So now what I'm saying is I think that we should also be thinking critically about how this is happening and the timing here.
2: Let me add, too, that what's interesting about the tie that binds between Russell Brand and Tucker Carlson in particular is that Tucker Carlson's uh, ratings, obviously, he was the number one nightly news show when he was on Fox News. But what a lot of people don't know is that he was also the most viewed nightly news show by Democrats. That is when he had to go away. Because as soon as you have the counter-narrative that is being popularized amongst your base, quote-unquote, that's a real problem. Russell Brand has the same skill set. He's incredibly popular, and it's not partisan in nature. People like me who's a hardcore libertarian anarcho-capitalist, love Russell Brand because he still tells the truth. Does he conclude the wrong things? Absolutely. Because he's ultimately a very socialist leaning. But I love the guy because I can tell that his heart's in the right place and he's actually seeking truth. That's powerful. That's what Tucker Carlson does. Both of them, I believe, come to the wrong conclusions, but I appreciate what they're doing. Both of those guys reach across the aisle and they they do it in a compelling fashion that is just not tenable to the powers that be. Yeah,
0: they, they do something that the corporate media doesn't do and that's they admit when they're wrong. They're willing able to to see issues from different perspectives and viewpoints that other people wouldn't dare to even go, even though it breaks political party lines. Uh, Tucker Carlson criticized Donald Trump many times. Russell Brand, again, admitted that he was wrong when he made mistakes on his broadcast. We all make mistakes, but the corporate media usually kind of doubles down on them, usually kind of whitewashes them, usually kind of lives off of lies. While, of course, you could see a genuine attempt just to try to be real, just to try to be honest. And that resonates with human beings because there's so much bullcrap out there. There's so much PR propaganda, marketing money being spent on making you fat, sick, lazy and stupid. And these individuals are saying, hey, buddy, wait there. You're being poisoned. You're being screwed over. You're being lied to. You need to get a hold of your life and you need to see things differently right now more than ever, because if you don't, you're going to be a victim of these larger psyops against you. And that's exactly, in my opinion, what's happening right now.
1: I, I also believe there's something else happening. And I think that there's a lot of misdirection happening literally right now in the media. They just dropped this thing in Mexico of aliens, right? <laughs> like these, these alien things. I don't even, you know, it's like, oh, you've had this this whole time and you're just now unveiling it. You know, like whatever, even if it's real, even if it's not, right? Why, oh, it's why? definitely not real. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say it's real, right? Sure. Well, why isn't why isn't anyone responding to it right like <laughs> nobody cares so like well that didn't work let's launch this new campaign yes i think it's kind of like well we thought this alien thing would be a lot bigger than it is and it's not so you know but again there's yeah. no priming for it like we kind of primed the alien thing for the last year uh barack obama tested the waters with it you know like he had an agenda he's like yeah aliens are real like in a speech and uh you know then you have someone like elon musk kind of sees ahead of this he's like there's no alien life like he's he's saying it ahead of it, and he kind of destroys it. And because yeah. he now owns Twitter, people are listening to him. He has an impact, and I think a lot of people are just like, okay, we're not buying to this. And I think the media is losing a lot of credibility. I, I call this uh, artificial demand. Artificial demand, at least the way I define it, is you're creating an artificial amount of supporters. You're creating an artificial amount of views. You're creating an artificial amount of like just people believe in this. So, you know, this Russell Brand thing. I don't really believe that many people buy into it. I actually don't like. I think. When you see your friends, like my chef, twenty-two year old kid had a heart attack, right? Because he, he got something uh, inside of him, right? That he had to go get. Because yeah, that going we to can't that we can't talk about yeah. on this
0: broadcast, or we're going to talk about on Rumble. Yeah.
1: yeah, he had a heart attack. Yeah. One of my friends, in the eight percent body fat, seven percent body fat year round, works out twenty four seven. Insane genetics, healthy guy, athlete, college athlete, rowing, swimming, heart attack. Why? You know why? Did, why do they have that? Well, there's there's only one thing in common. You have these athletes having blood clots all over the body. Why? And you're gonna tell me that the same people that that tell you to do that, right? It's like, like uh, the way I view it, you know, my my grandmother was in Auschwitz, and her whole family, except for her sister, murdered in the Holocaust, right? And it's like listening to them telling you, hey, walk in and take a shower here, and then your family dies, and you go into the Auschwitz, and then you want to believe them again, and they're trying to pretend like, no, we were your friends, we liked you the whole time, and A lot of people believe it, and you know, look, you have you have a sunk cost bias. Sunk cost bias is no one wants to believe that they possibly had this this poison, you know. And the truth is, if there is science behind it, and a lot of people are speaking up about it, they're being silenced though. You know, my sister had to get it because she was going to Pepperdine. They forced her to get it. I'm like, why didn't you come to me? Like, should come to me first. You know, now she's a lawyer. Fine, but she she had one of them. Point is though, she was forced. I think the conversation I have with her is, look, I want you to be here for a long time. I want you to be alive. Let's look into things that can make you healthier. Let's look into things that can help support you. You know, and I think that's a, that's a conversation to be had. Not yeah.
0: Or f- detox. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the detox when we go over to to yeah. rubble because uh, again, whenever you're on YouTube, you're like walking a fine line. It's like, okay, gotta watch out for those keywords <laughs> there, because there's just I didn't, I didn't say anything, th- did I? You no, did. You, <laughs> you said a couple. You said a couple. This time. Uh, okay. uh, yes. Uh, oh, I'll tell. T- I'll tell you later. Uh, but he, he it's, knows but it's, better than I do. I, I, uh, like this is. I'll you, avoid these subjects. There's th- there's there's a, a flip flop wearing a blue armpit hair. Yuppie with big glasses right now. Uh, not not Stephanie. Uh, at Google in San Francisco right now after just getting all of their stuff jacked in their car <laughs> sitting, waiting, watching this stream waiting to press the delete button so <laughs> we gotta be super careful of what oh, we gosh. say uh, and when it comes to the history in 1930, Dave, YouTube also has taken down history channels uh, that were just talking about these events because again, even talking about these events is something that Oh, in the 30s we can't, you can't talk about that We can't talk about that in the 1930s and the 1940s. Yeah, my, uh, my great-grandmother was also affected in a very similar Way at the Stutthof uh, camp as well, but but we'll get into that later on, and then wow. and then um, there's a lot of there's a lot of different things that we just got to be careful of. But we did get a super chat by uh, Don't Get Whacked. That's a great name. Really yeah. appreciate your name. So, Who sounds says like,
1: sounds like McAfee?
0: Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what he said. He said Jeffrey Epstein, John McAfee, Seth Rich, etc., all got swacked by these people. Assange was accused of you know what. As well, be careful. So uh, don't get whack. Thank you so much for that $10 Super Chat. By the way, we set up a system where Super Chats could be read from all different platforms. You could just easily go to mysuperchat.com. That is our website And if you give over $10, your Super Chat will show up on the screen here in this little particular area. So we greatly appreciate all the Super Chats. We are using Streamlabs right now. That only takes 3%. YouTube takes 30% of all Super Chats. We're not using them also because we're... Fully demonetized and trying to get monetized (laughs) again, which probably won't happen ever again. (laughs) When did you get demonetized? We got demonetized, uh, what was it, three months ago? Uh, Mm -hmm. And then they took down members because we had some members here. They took down super chats. They just, uh, you know, and it sucks because if you're demonetized on YouTube, It's also a downranking of your algorithm. So they decide to show less people your video. So your participation with sharing this video, getting it out there to your friends and family members, it's more imperative than ever. So don't get whacked. Thank you so much for that $10 super chat. Again, the website is mysuperchat.com. And if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Twitter, if you're watching on Rumble, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you could still all donate and all of your super, super chats will be showing up on the screen over $10. Over a hundred dollars instant text to chat, which means your super chat will be read to everyone, and we of course greatly appreciate
2: all your support and help. Let me just okay. hop in off of uh, Marcel's point earlier. Uh, you know, talking about the credibility crisis in the media. Number one, it's a good thing, so let's celebrate that for a second. Uh, it's it's tragic that it it required. Uh, so much abuse by the powers that be for people to finally wake up. But I will say this. I have many conservative relatives, and they used to think of me and look at me and talk to me like I was a lunatic. They now come to me, and they're like, hey, Clint, those things you've been telling us for the past 20 years, uh, I think we're on board with abolishing the FBI now. And I'm like, grandma? Uh, So... There's there's a lot of progress that comes from this. It's a very painful period, but I am personally hopeful because more and more people seem to be seeing through the nonsense and seeing through it more quickly, which is important. If you guys remember the Me Too era, every allegation was credible. You had to believe all women. It was just like a given factual. It doesn't even matter if it's anonymous. It's just a fact. Russell Brand is canceled uh, now now. Maybe he's losing his representation, but I still think his audience, to a large extent, is going to maintain skepticism until the truth can actually be adjudicated.
0: Yeah, we're going to see what happens from here. It's going to to be very telling in the larger meme war that we are all a part of, because if Russell Brand steps down from his show, stops producing his show, and is negatively affected by this when everyone cancels him then you could see that this machine still is extremely powerful and it still controls the narrative uh and the discourse here in this country and is brainwashing people in very negative ways so it's going to be very telling this is going to be a very big information battle big cultural battle that we're going to see how it unfolds here i mean what would you do if you were a Russell Brand in this situation? Do you take a couple of days off or do you can, can, do? You, I mean, he addressed it right away before it even um, before the stories were even published. He tried to get ahead of it by addressing this. But uh, h- how do you even deal with this type of situation? I think you come out with a movement. You turn into a movement because there's
1: two things. One, you say sorry and you kind of pander to the media. And then you become, you know, you for, they forget about it in two three years, and then you're good to go. And you know, you 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 keep your bank accounts, you keep everything.
0: But if you say sorry, aren't you admitting to guilt that you might not be guilty of?
1: And and that's what they want. But I think when you say sorry, they're giving you a chance to change your narrative. You know, you look at Logan Paul. This happened to Logan Paul, yeah. right? That's li- literally Logan Paul pandered to the media after viewing someone commit suicide, uh, you know, in a in a forest, and now he's he's it, all it, Jake Paul doesn't agree with him, right? Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of what he says is just pandering to the
0: media. Yeah, yeah Logan Paul does support all the official things. He, he, he. I, I don't know if he did, but but he's the type of person that changes his profile picture when the establishment tells him to change his profile picture. So he was Slava pro Ukrainian. Yeah, he was you know pro BLM, pro you know uh, you know the the thing that we can't talk <laughs> about here, pro racial equality, all that other stuff that that again was essentially a larger PR marketing campaign. Uh, that that was used against the general public. So sorry. Yeah. Go
1: ahead. So no, it's fine. So I think you have that option, or you have a second option. And I think Russell's platform is so massive, and he has plenty of people following. I think he would just have to have an honest conversation. You know, this is what they're doing to me. You know, they're doing this, this, and this. They've shut down my bank accounts. They're doing this. They're doing that. And I'm a powerful guy, and I have a massive influence. And I'm doing this because I want to wake you up, and I care about you. I really do care about you. And they're doing this to try and ruin my life. And maybe I'm not. I'm going out of money. Maybe I'm going to run out of. Maybe I'm not going to even have this platform in a little bit. Maybe they're gonna kill me. Who knows? You know. But I want you to know that uh, I did this for you, and I- I'll turn it into a, a genuine That's intention. Because one way or another, his his mindset. Is going to be hurt he's not going to feel good it's not it's it's stressful when all your bank accounts are now canceled when now you have way less reach now they're threatening your power and your platform you know and that's the problem you're on the we're on these platforms owned by these people
0: like these people have the power to just delete you and what are you going to do right (laughs) what are you going to do and they do it a lot they're like but bada bing bada boom you're gone see you later buddy and uh, that's why we're also live streaming on Rumble right now. That's why we're also streaming on all the different platforms, trying to diversify this kind of larger message so we could actually have an honest, real conversation about this that isn't centered around just officially endorsing whatever the establishment wants you to believe. Because usually when you when you just follow along, yeah, you could be rich. Yeah, you know, you could be successful. Yeah, you have, you know, all the advertisers. But uh, essentially, I think you also give up a part of your soul. I I think it's also imperative to understand here that there's a larger spiritual and cultural war here unfolding at the same time, and that there are very powerful, elitist, bad people that want to destroy any kind of genuineness, any kind of authenticity, any kind of real speech that, that, that now is being considered double-speak by all the fact-checkers out there, by all the censors out there that want to destroy you having a real and honest conversation. So this is why we're going to be probably working with Rumble one-on-one exclusively very soon. We're, we're still in the negotiations phase, so uh, we're going to actually be sending this video over and, and continuing this conversation over to, to Rumble in just a few minutes. But any parting thoughts here on this whole
2: entire situation before we go? Just wanted to add to his point about you know um, making it into a movement. I think that the way you do that, and let's be honest, Tucker Carlson and Russell Brand and even Andrew Tate to a certain extent have created movements. And these guys have such a, a gift of gab that they can really uh, galvanize their supporters and ultimately weather this storm. But I think the key is that you're honest. Because what... What sets these people apart is that their audience believes, whether or not they are, they believe that they're honest. I tend to believe that they're honest, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> so I think that that's, that's the key, is like you have to be as transparent as humanly possible in this moment. And I think Russell started... Uh, down that path quite a long time ago. What's so tragic about it is that this man went from being a sex addict, according to his own definition, and he has now gotten remarried, has uh, kids, another kid on the way. He seems to have really gotten his life together. He was also a drug addict. He's now clean. It's just it's just heartbreaking to see someone who appears to have gotten it all together, like really figured it out, and now they come with an anvil on him. It's, it's tragic. And, it's all, and it all comes crumbling down.
5: Yeah. Um, and, well, and hopefully this, not
0: yeah, yeah, well we'll see uh, it's going to be a very telling sign to see what's going to be happening next and uh, this is why we do our show live there's there's no filter there's no pre-screened questions it's it's genuine conversation straight off of our stream of consciousness just going into these larger deeper issues if we make a mistake we're going to admit it and we could only try to be as genuine as we can and the system, the establishment is very allergic to it uh, anything else uh, Stephanie you want to say before we go over to Rumble
3: Uh, No, I feel like you guys really covered it. I do love the fact that you brought up the movement situation. And I also, Clinton, I really like the fact that you brought up the people that are actually speaking for Russell right now, like Elon Musk, Tate, Andrew Tate. um, Even Tucker. And even Tucker. There are people that have come uh, even Alex Jones. There are people that have come forth and said, you know, I am standing with Russell in the sense that, You know, he's doing some good things and there may be some more things to look at here. Let's not just jump to conclusions. Let's think critically. And it's true. He is speaking with his authenticity and he does have a large following that I've seen grow throughout, uh, I'd say, what, two years now?
0: Yeah. yeah. Before we move over to uh, Rumble, uh, Clint, Stephanie and Marcel, give us uh, information where people could find you. This is going to be the last word on YouTube. It's not going to be the last word here uh for this conversation which of course is going to be continuing on i am linking everyone right now the rumble link inside of the chat on youtube so if you are in the chat on youtube just click the rumble link and we will of course will be sending you over to of course the show and the conversation that's going to be unfiltered um raw going into a lot of crazy issues a a lot not just surface this is this is for the cows this is for the karens over here this is for the npcs (laughs) Sort of. We already made a couple of mistakes, but we're going to be going over. To, 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 it's okay. It's, it happens. We're going to be going over to a rumble and uh, continuing that conversation. So, uh, guys, just give let's, us your. Plug. Let's yeah. let our guests
2: go first.
1: Yeah. So you can find me on YouTube, Marcel Marcel Klein M A R C Z E L L. Spelled Marcel Marcel Klein. Right? On Instagram at Marcel TikTok Marcel Klein. Actually, I'm about to. I, I didn't want to do this because I really do value walking and enjoying a normal life, but I'm intelligent enough. I understand how psychology works enough. I I mean, everyone I've coached has become huge. Like they they were big and they become way bigger. I know exactly what to do. So I'm about to actually launch a massive campaign. I'm going to be one of the biggest uh, influencers in the world. And, you know, I think every massive movement that's had success came from love. You look at you look at something like Martin Luther King right where did that come from it came from love they didn't come with violence it came with love right and they say don't fight fire with fire what they really mean is you know I think if you come from a place of love people connect to that and they connect to you right now there's no love there's divisiveness there's hatred there's yes. I don't like you you know and it's really a war of belief systems and I think that we all have the same intention we all love each other we all should come from love you know just because a government you know two big guys at the top right uh, you know let's say Joe Biden President Joe Biden uh, decides he doesn't like Putin And now Putin's like, yeah, I don't like the U.S. So they're going to go send a bunch of innocent people to kill each other for their own political gain. And I don't like that. I think, you know, you want, we say world peace, right? That's something that no one talks about anymore. But you really want world peace. Then then you need to have leaders at the top who who value love. And these people don't value love. They value power. They do not love you. They do not love themselves. All they love is power and and legacy, and you know they're gonna go down in history as whoever wins. Like right, like, you know history is written by by those who win. So, if you want to find me and you actually want to empower yourself, I, I don't talk a lot about politics, but I do talk about how to really control your mind, persuasion, and you can map it across anything you want. So love at it. Marcel on Instagram, Marcel.Klein on YouTube, Marcel Klein at YouTube, Marcel.Klein on on TikTok, and um, you know for anyone who's interested and in, and even uh, happily I'll happily hypnotize you guys for free. Uh, if you send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, at Marcel DYD it's called Dominate Your Day it's a hypnosis audio I made for my one-on-one clients they pay me a million dollars and I used to tell them hey listen to this every day and this is the stuff that got my clients to become billionaires and
0: massive celebrities so DYD if you take me this media, man up on it come on this I'll, is a bargain yeah, I'll we're, give you guys a free a free audio so we're, we're awesome. going to hypnotize Clint and on <laughs> rumble we're going to make him a chicken he's going to be clucking around acting all crazy on rumble you want to see that good or rumble <laughs> it's going to be a great show Clint's very excited uh, before Could we be do a that, chicken. Before, so, <laughs> so Clint before you turn into a chicken where where can people find you as we continue the conversation and you will be chickenized on (laughs) rumble.com forward slash we are changed link into the uh, youtube chat yeah before i have my
2: career ruined in the next hour uh please follow me on twitter at liberty lock pod And uh, Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere else. Just search for Liberty Lockdown or Tower Gang. You could do that one if you like incredibly irreverent humor that gets banned off YouTube constantly. Uh, I had on Saifedean Amos on Liberty Lockdown a few days ago. It was a fantastic episode. I hope you guys will check that out. Thank you again.
0: There will be hypnosis in the next show. Conversation continuing on Oral. Stephanie, what do you want to be or who do you want to be hypnotized? Turn her
2: into a dog.
3: Whoa, I don't know. I'm not really about the hypnotize. I've done a lot of inner work already, (laughs) so I'm pretty good with that. But you know what? I'm definitely interested to learn more about what you mean when you say hypnotism and things like that. So anyways, about me, I'm the button pusher for We Are Change. I've been working with Luke on and off for about 10 plus years now. You can learn more about me at Steph We Are Change. This is an Instagram. If enough people follow me, I probably will post some more behind the scenes stuff uh, because I just... Never had social media. I uh, just put it for this, for you guys, just to learn more. So learn more about We Are Changed There. Learn more about Only Love, the other project that I also work on. And yeah, excited to get on Rumble now. Yeah.
0: Don't dox us, though, um, on, on the Instagram. And uh, yeah, uh, hypnotism all around on Rumble. Uh, plus, we're going to talk about MK Ultra. We're going to talk about PsyOps. We're going to talk about the placebo effect. I'm, I, I want to talk about my own personal kind of mind hacks and we're going to have Marcel rate my brain hacks that I personally use all on Rumble. See, again, surprise. Marcel didn't even know this was happening. Clint <laughs> didn't know. He's going to be a chicken. Had no idea. In T-minus a few minutes from now as we are officially turning off the YouTube stream link. Again, rumble.com forward slash we are change. Link is also in the comment section. Thank you guys so much for super chatting, being a part of the conversation. Conversation continues. Rumble.com forward slash we are change. And we are off. Awesome on youtube but we're still live on rumble twitter i'm gonna make sure we turn off yeah facebook facebook definitely has to be off uh facebook yeah. also a ton of freaking censors we have a 20 second delay but we're still live clint by the way if you got to take a be, are you are you getting your chicken suit ready or something yeah well i don't uh, need a chicken suit i'm gonna be a chicken in second. okay thing. all right good good okay uh, marshall can you really make him into a chicken i can do whatever really yeah okay that'll be okay he's gone what else can we do to him that he doesn't know about
1: <laughs> i mean we, we could do everything but the thing is you know, the question, the question is not if we can make him a chicken. I mean, he's, I don't even think he'll be on camera. He'll just kind of walk around. I have a ton of videos of me actually doing this because I wanted to see if it was real myself. So I go to like Venice beach and hypnotize random people.
0: I was there. I was there in, uh, in LA hanging out. We went to that place that uh, Dobrik goes to. I uh, forgot. To, uh, uh, saddle ranch. Yes. And then you, uh, can we get into it? Can, uh, it looks, you, yeah, you, I mean, you Owen, gave, Owen uh, comes
1: up to me and he goes, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> he goes, cause he didn't believe me either. He was also skeptical. You know? I mean, it makes sense. Like I, I, I wouldn't believe it if I I do it and I don't believe it because it's so shocking, but I'll let you say it because I think it's you know it's funnier. He made a, a
0: woman orgasm, two, 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 two women. At the same time, oh yeah 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 yep. The, the video was I think on Instagram. Orgasm through hypnosis and by uh, touching their 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 palm. Yeah,
1: I, I created what you call the sliding anchors, so it got more and more intense <laughs> as you move your hand up. But you know they Owen Owen talked to them and he's like, hey, do you guys want to have an orgasm? And they said, yeah, we do and uh owen came to me and put me on the spot to test me you know he's like let's see if this guy's for real because we were still starting to be friends at the time and uh i asked him i said do you guys want this and they said yeah of course we want this and and we did it and you know what 20 seconds later they're having an orgasm in the middle of a bar and commenting on it i actually have the video (laughs) Uh, i don't know if you want to (laughs) to post
0: it but <laughs> I, I, <laughs> probably not I, I, well you probably send it to me but uh there's a lot of other things we, we could talk about before yeah, we do all the before we do all the hypnosis stuff because you really wanted to talk about two controversial topics and that was 9-11 and the covid19 vaccine you know a couple of people that were affected negatively by the covid19 vaccine i know a bunch of people that were negatively yeah. affected by the covid19 vaccine that are mm-hmm. just just absolutely ruined they're they're in wheelchairs. Their health. Uh, has been absolutely ruined by this rushed experimental gene therapy that these fucking big pharma giants don't have any liability for in any way. They knew
1: it from the beginning.
2: Exactly. How
1: how, how are you not going to have liability on something from the beginning? From the beginning. It's like they knew it wasn't going to be good. They knew it wasn't going to be healthy, but they had to push it.
2: And they continue to push it. What's so offensive? I, I, I'm a alumni of San Diego State University. They have put out a fucking letter to all of the students saying that as of today, the kids can't go to school unless they ha- are double vaccinated. Double vaccinated today. Today, this is not 2022. Like when, like, like now, right now, 2023.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the New, York
2: governor, the New York governor came it's out insane. saying, oh, it doesn't
0: matter if you were vaccinated before, you need to get vaccinated again. Because all those other vaccines that we told you were 100% safe and effective, that we're going to work, that we're going to stop everything. It just took one little Fauci ouchie. Oh, those, they just don't work. From the governor of New York, or whatever, whatever their they're satanic witch Bitch, fucking face! See <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking, so sick of, of New York, a place that I grew up in, just be absolutely obliterated and fucking ruined by these globalists who don't give a fuck about the people there. It's it's so sad. It's so tragic. I mean, yeah. if you if you look
1: at if you look at anyone here who's younger, I don't know how old your demographic is, but if you have a younger demographic and you're in college, let me tell you now, don't go to college. Like you're gonna waste your time, your money, your effort. They're gonna force you to take a vaccine. They're gonna they're literally gonna entrain you to have a negative belief system that doesn't empower you to make money. And, you know, we talk about salaries, we talk about making, and this is going to sound unrelatable, so hear me out because I'm here to, to help you. You know, a quarter million dollar salary is what they think is super awesome and you're successful. You're a doctor, you make 30K a month, amazing. But let me tell you something. These people at the top, how much do they make? You think they make 30K a month? They make 30, 40 million a month, okay? You look at, the brokest ones make millions and millions of dollars a year, like tens of millions of dollars a year. Why? Because they understand that it's easy and it's possible. Now, they do it by screwing you over. Guess what? The only way to empower yourself here truly is to become more financially free. Money is going to be the most powerful tool you can do. And they're going to disempower you. The U.S. is the richest country in the world. Still today, it's the richest country in the world. After they've done everything they can to destroy us, we're still the richest country in the world. So what I encourage you to do is leave these institutions, which are no longer funded by the government. OK, the government's funded by who? By pharmaceutical companies, by big, big by oil companies, you know, big tech All these places are controlling the government. So, And then what funds schools? The government. So you're going to go into school. They're not going to show you how to make money. They're going to show you how to what? They're going to show you how to become a slave to the system. They're going to force you to become a slave to the system. You know, you have to get vaccinated. You know, it's just all of this to me. I Let's just say, even if the vaccine did work, we're in the United States of America. You should not. Be forced to do anything. This isn't communism. It's not Russia. It's not fascism. We, no one voted on saying, "Yeah, you should be able to instill this, this mandate." You know, during COVID twenty twenty, I had a party, and the next day, police officers show up to my house, and they show up to my house, and they're threatening to turn off my water and power. Fucking and, hell! And and I told them, I said, "What law says that I can't have people in my house?" And and he says, uh, "You know, uh, th- the fact that it's a mandate, Governor Newsom." I said, "What law?" Gives you the right to come here and turn off my water and power.
5: Wow. And
1: and he's like, you know, well, I do whatever. I'm like, look, I'm not gonna talk to you. You have a warrant? He goes, No. I said, okay, do you do you have any reason to be on my property right now? I said, then get the fuck off my property. You wanna turn off my water and power? Go turn it off. I'm just gonna sue you. Give me your name too. I said, I'm just gonna blast you on social media. I said, You have no idea who I am. Look how young I am, look at where I live, look at the cars. Now <laughs> I wasn't that big then, but he had no idea who I was. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna destroy your career. On I, I just told him I'm gonna destroy your career. You have no idea who I am. You know, I'm I'm the one guy you don't wanna fuck with and uh he's like he's like do you know who i am a detective i said i don't care who you are you're a bitch you know <laughs> and he said, he said That's yeah, he you're talk- the guy threatening to shut off my water and yeah. power fuck you you're I- the fucking asshole <laughs> you're the
0: fucking tyrant
1: piece of shit and then the next day i'm on a drive with my car and a cop pulls me over like I, and by the way, i like police officers i have friends with police officers i just sure. don't like people who abuse authority of course right because at the end of the day fuck you you know i'm a law-abiding citizen i'm not some criminal and he uh, you know just pulls me over and he's like we have a curfew why are you driving? I said why are you out? There's a curfew, why don't you why don't you obey <laughs> the curfew? Yeah. And he goes he goes cuz uh, I'm enforcing it. I said good, go enforce it. I'm he's like well you have to go home now. I said okay, I'll go home. Well, I didn't go home. <laughs> the fuck, you know like just tell him what he wants to hear at this point. What but, am I but stupid? Think about how crazy
2: it is. Mandating a a a corporate product mm-hmm. be put in your body. Mandating that You can't leave your home past a certain hour. And then also threatening to shut off your power and water if you go against any of this. That isn't America. That's not the country I grew up in. I, Mm -hmm. I I still struggle to understand how people went along with this shit. It's so fucking counter to everything I ever thought this country was founded upon, or or what like the fabric of who we were as human beings. I'll never I'll never recover from like that. Awakening that so many people were okay with it—it's horrifying. Did, did you try to hypnotize the cop? Because that's—I would—I would like.
1: Well, no, I'm, <laughs> kiss my
0: ass, motherfucker!
2: Get Sorry, over oh here, kiss
0: that fucking white ass bitch. I, 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 I didn't do it that no. I, I was just you're I was a no now. Honestly,
1: <laughs> I was reactive. I wasn't in controlling the frame because I was—I was pissed off, so I wasn't in, in the right, right frame right. of mind. But you know, I, I'll tell you something that I view. I'm gonna have kids one day. Some of you, you have kids? Not yet, no. You have kids yet? I want to have kids. Okay, yeah. so we're all gonna have kids one day. A lot of you watching this have a family. These people are trying to ruin your kids' lives. Like maybe you're not gonna be around long enough for them to implement all these things. I'm 25, I'll probably be around, but let's just say I'm not. My kids will be around. Right. And you look at this and it's like, if someone, forget the government, if someone came to you and said, hey, I'm going to destroy your kids' health. Health. I'm going to destroy their mindset. I'm going to destroy their belief system. I'm going to make depression rates higher than ever. I'm going to make sure they're on some kind of pharmaceutical, whether it's Adderall or some kind of drug, and they take it like candy. In the 70s, there was a big pharma CEO openly talking about how his goal as a CEO, thinking about it as a business, to make everyone take pharmaceuticals like it's candy. He said, I want them to chew it like it's gum. That's what I want, and that's what's happened. So imagine someone comes into your house and says, I'm going to violate your kid's health mindset future i'm going to destroy their ability to do anything who would allow that now
2: that's if, a declaration of war
1: well, well now imagine they're doing it nicely oh you know we're doing it for your greater good we're doing it for your benefit for your health and they're lying to you because people are becoming less healthy everything they're saying the opposite is happening talking about a russian collusion with trump the very people at the russian collusion the current president right now had a russian collusion and a Ukraine collusion his son's finally being charged i don't think he's gonna it's gonna happen but you know mm. like all of this is happening and by who by a current president who in my opinion He's the one touching people. Like, would you let Joe, if you're watching this and you're a Joe Biden supporter, would you let him next to your daughter alone in a room? Maybe now because he's delusional. Take him 10 years ago. And this is a man who says the N word on camera. This is a man who says now he has Kamala Harris, okay, as VP. Like, it protects him. Like, what people forget. And that's the problem. You forget. Don't forget. Go look at everything this man has said. The fact is, more African Americans are incarcerated because of Kamala Harris than most politicians. She's the reason. I mean, you look at it, if you're African-American, how are you voting for these people? And they're telling you they give you more money, they're not giving you more money. (laughs) Everything they say, they lie. And honestly, the other side of, I I was Republican. I look at them now, they're all liars too. They're all two birds, it's the same bird, two wings on the same bird. Something has to change. And the thing that has to change is you as a parent, as someone who cares about your family, your parents, your friends, their health, the future of the country we're in. You know, internationally, everyone wants the US to fail. Everybody, you go anywhere else, they hate the dollar, they want the US to fail. I'm a proud American. I believe in this country. I believe in the U.S. I think if you're an American, now is the time to say, do not come in my fucking house and fuck with my family or my friends. If you do it together, these people are pussies. They are actual pussies. That's why they don't go to war and they send your fucking family, your friends to war. Because they're pussies. And I hate them. So I, I actually hate them. And they're here, and they're going to try and take him down, and I've never talked about politics openly, ever. And it's probably not good for my brand. It's probably not even good for my future if if, this happens. Especially if I blow up, they're going to find this. I
2: love it.
0: But I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, But if you don't speak up now, we're all going to be in the sinking ship. The American empire, the United States, is a sinking ship, and all these rotten rat-bastard politicians are literally running around and stealing the silverware and fucking screwing you over, jumping on the life preservers. And you're letting them. And you're you're cheering them on. You're the band playing the song. You're going to be stuck on that boat. You're not getting on the life preservers. It's going to be all the trans people, all the LGBTQ (laughs) people, all the chicks with dicks, all of those motherfuckers are going to be on that ship saying, fuck you. You're not getting shit. They're not going to be on it either. They're not going to be on it either, I promise you, because they don't care about them either. It's
5: all
1: They're using them. They're using them. Exactly. And that's what
0: communism always did. They, they took a disenfranchised group and they weaponized them against the general public and they made them a protected class. But when you look at communism and its true history, especially when it unfolded in the Soviet Union, when it unfolded in Cambodia, when it unfolded, unfolded in China, the people that were the biggest supporters of it, the people that were right next to Mao, right next to Stalin, they're the ones getting ex- executed. They're the ones getting assassinated. They're the ones getting fucking murdered more than almost anyone else as First. the revolution eats their own. Well, first they go after people yeah. that, that, that oppose them and then they get rid of their supporters because they know we only got here because of the supporters. We got to fucking take them down if we're going to sustain this power because they also threaten
2: us because they got us here. Well, so, because, because yeah. those people are the revolutionaries, they've already proven that they, they have the willingness to risk it. So if you're now in that position of power as the totalitarian ruler of the communist nation, well, those people got to go too because they're not going to get what they want ultimately because ultimately communism doesn't produce the goods that are necessary because there's still... Scarcity, unfortunately, for communists, they don't they don't seem to well, understand it, it's,
1: that it's like creating a, a weapon of mass destruction, using it to get the power, and then knowing that the same weapon could take you out of power. So they have to get rid of the weapon. Exactly. right so that's the same thing that's happened there. But,
2: and, uh, oh, well, go ahead. I was just gonna I just to uh, clarify that the the reason that that. Oftentimes, even though what we're really functioning under right now is fascistic, uh, because it's it's big business and government working in tandem to uh, subjugate and circumvent your rights, the Bill of Rights in particular, the, the reason that it's ultimately communist, or the reason I oftentimes will use that word, is because what used to be class struggle, which is how the old Marxist model functioned, was that they would divide us by class and then have us tear each other apart based off of, you know, the... Haves and the have-nots. Well, now it's privilege and ultimately racialism in dividing us by our skin color, our immutable characteristics, things that we can't, we literally can't do I anything can't, can't about. Change them, yeah. uh, but but now I am alt- automatically the bad guy because I'm white and straight. Oh, and I also happen to have money, so I'm fucking super. Privileged and ultimately the bad guy. And this is just not it's not conducive to a productive society moving forward. Anybody that actually thinks that this is going to get us to a brighter tomorrow is out of their fucking minds because guess what? I'm not going down without a fight, folks. I'm not going to just let you tear me to shreds because of how I was born. It's insane. And no one should allow for that. And no one will ultimately.
0: Yes, absolutely <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> uh, I had another point I was going to make. I was like, Clint, you're getting close to that thing that we talked about before, but we're totally fine and we're totally okay. okay, okay. Uh, but Just... uh, but that, that kind of uh, threw me off track. Before we get into MKUltra, because essentially a lot of what they're getting away with is done through using psychological tricks, using hypnosis, using mind control. And, and this is why I want to talk to you, Marcel, specifically about this. Before getting into that, I want to address uh, one of the rumble rants by ImportCh, which, who says? Quote, I am convinced my grandmother was killed by an experimental vaccine. She went downhill so freaking fast, and then she was just gone. Yes, Sorry impromptu dude, sad, ch. Man. There's it's so many up. of it's those stories. Up. Stories that that don't get heard, that don't have a voice, that the corporate media keeps ignoring, that the U.S. government doesn't calculate, doesn't address. There's no official record and data keeping that is actually legitimate, that keeps track of actually what the fuck happened to our fucking country and our people. Heart attacks on the rise, cancer on the rise. All these diseases that, that previously, just a few decades ago, weren't that fucking important weren't that big of a fucking deal are now exploding in the numbers in the stats and gee we wonder why as of course i think that there's a biological warfare against the people of america specifically as we're dealing with record high levels of, of obesity record high levels of depression suicide and cancers and all these other fucked up ailments that that i think could be tracked towards powerful people Abusing their situation, abusing their position in power, and fucking you over. So this and is this is you want, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, and this is this is not like challenging to prove. All you have to do. Uh, I've had Edward Dowd on Liberty Lockdown. He's a brilliant guy. Used to be actually a BlackRock financial analyst, but now he's telling the truth, thankfully, because we have a good brain that is now in the fight alongside us. Uh, the excess mortality and the insurance claims. That's all you need to look at to actually see that why. After we already have the vaccine rollout, which is 100 percent safe and effective, obviously, that excess mortality is higher this year than it was during the the heart of the pandemic. And I'm talking globally. So it's just it's just irrefutable that there is something fucked up. And what's the one thing that changed over the past few years? Oh, we all were forced into taking this vaccine. So Steph, you had something to say because you put the camera on
0: yourself for a little bit there. Or did Uh, I just miss that? Uh, We got another super chat by Cornelius Buttknuckle. Great uh, super chat there. He (laughs) says, hey, Clint, I hear chickens get free room and board at the Beanie Compound. (laughs) Uh, So Cornelius Buttknuckle, great name. Thank you
2: for that $10 Streamlabs chat. I just want to have a chicken named after me like Luke does at the compound. That's pretty cool. You know,
1: earlier you said something that I think a lot of people missed. And I'm going to just highlight it because I think it's really important. You said that this is happening... You know, you you highlighted a future tense. It's happening in the future. Most people are not future focused. They do not see the future. Actually, 99% of the population does not see the future, which is actually why you can influence someone. Everything in persuasion and influence, just so you guys understand, happens based on there's a timeline in your brain. We have a blueprint for what we expect our life to look like. And what we focus on in the future, our expectations are what change how we feel today. So if I'm not focused on – when I eat a goddamn cheeseburger from McDonald's, right? If I'm not focused on getting fat and getting cancer and dying and the suffering and the pain that's going to happen, I'm going to enjoy my burger. Those who can have foresight on the future are proactive to not go eat that cheeseburger. They're seeing themselves get in shape. They're seeing themselves be healthy. They're seeing longevity. Now, when you look at that, let's kind of talk about the populace. They're not understanding – the future of all of the things happening right now and the future of that's it. scary. And that's yeah. the point is we talk about what's happening, but they can't correlate the future. So let me paint a, a picture for all of you watching this who don't know what the future looks like. And the future isn't based on my prediction. It's based on what happens in history, throughout history. Technology is advancing very, very quickly. The difference between now and before is if you have one piece of technology in your house and you're part of a resistance, they're gonna know. They're gonna know if you have a phone that's dead for three years. They're gonna hear you. They're gonna know. And now there's it's gonna be a lot harder to fight. Right now, you could still talk openly. We have still have Rumble. We still have these platforms. If things continue as they are, this platform's not gonna exist. Twitter is not gonna exist. There's gonna be censorship on levels you don't know about. You won't be able to say anything. It's gonna be like North Korea. And if you breathe the wrong way, if you look the wrong way, you're not going to have right. Now, you say this is hyperbolic. This is crazy. But you could see where it's going. And this this is not new. This is history. This has happened many times before. They say history repeats itself. Study history, and you're not going to have any doubt. And either you stand up today, now, and start to see the future, and it should scare you. It should scare you into taking action. Because you say, well, I don't want to take action because I'll get canceled. I'll get arrested. I'll get killed. No, not yet. But within a year or two, if we don't take enough action now, if we lose the next election, I can guarantee you that that's what's going to happen.
0: If people keep complying and just doing what they're told and not questioning and being obedient to the machine, then, of course, we are in grave trouble. So uh, I, I think what you mentioned here is is absolutely important. And I, I was going to ask you about MK Ultra, but we could skip over that because one of the things that I wanted to talk about are some of my brain hacks that I personally utilize. And one of them you kind of hinted on, and that was perceiving and looking at my future. And I do vision boards. A lot of people are like, vision boards are gay. I don't give a fuck. I use vision well, they're, boards. They're not gay, actually. I like vision boards. And I use them all the time. I use a journal all the time. And one of the things that I do is is setting up where I want to be, who I want to be, what I want to represent, who I want to be as a human being, and I write it down. And I write down my goals for a, a month, a year, five years, 10 years. And I do this about once every six months, just so I could uh, assess where have I gone? Where have I been? Where do I want to go? And having that foresight, like, hey, I'm not just going to believe that I'm going to have these things, I'm going to act like I already have them. So I come from this kind of positive attitude where I already have everything I want. I'm, I'm only going to have more abundance now. I'm only going to create a path to get there. And by kind of hacking my mind and convincing myself, I already got this. This is fine. This is where I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. I have many times throughout throughout the years reached all those goals reached exactly where I want to be, d- done the things that I wanted to do, accomplished the goals that I wanted to, to, to have done. So here, yeah. here's what I would comment on that. Yeah. First
1: of all, what you're doing is amazing in personal development, but let's talk about it in terms of a mind control perspective. There's something called Maslow's hierarchy or pyramid of needs. At the bottom of this pyramid, you're, you're, you're in survival mode. If right now all the sirens went off and said, Hey, there's a nuclear bomb coming. All of us would be like, well, we're going to die, right? We're not going to feel good immediately you're going to go there. Elon Musk, right? Is he's, His problems are how do we go interplanetary because I don't believe that we're going to be able to sustain human life here for much longer. He's thinking about that. Most people are thinking about what they're going to have for breakfast. They didn't have the breakfast on time. The, the server didn't bring their ketchup. You know, they're talking shit about someone from two weeks ago. That's what most people's paradigm is because they're lower in this pyramid. What you're doing is hacking your brain into a higher position, the pyramid, and that gives you different perspective. So the solutions... And the problems you see are much bigger. They're more macro, not micro. They're not a small scale, they're big scale. So you're actually hacking your lens to the world. And this makes you more successful. This makes you less prone to following authority. This makes you see things in black and white. Whereas someone who's lower on the pyramid is prone to being brainwashed because they aren't able to perceive what is being influenced by them. And they actually don't even view it as a problem because they're lower in the pyramid. So I always tell people, if you want to become more successful in any area, you have to work on your mindset. It's in our DNA, actually, to be at the top of this hierarchy. We want to look for power. That's why people at the top are constantly fighting for power because it is the number one thing in our DNA to have the access to most resources and the biggest ability to mate. Right. So if I could spread my DNA, right? Like it, even Hitler, what is he? He wants to spread the Aryan race. His distorted, dystopian perspective was still to procreate and create a race that was of DNA that he found most suited and he used all... Every psychological book, every single trick in the book to get there. He was one of the most influential people in the world now.
0: Yeah, Bill Gates, also uh, a eugenicist, uh, and, and Jeffrey Epstein also had a eugenics project that he was working on. Before he passed
2: away. Yeah, Sorry, that's that's a, a trend that yeah. kind of traverses all of these power brokers. And I don't think that's coincidental. Yeah,
0: yeah. These people are really committed to that well, power.
1: Well, you hierarchy. have some piece of shit nerd who can't get pussy, can't right. get girls, doesn't know how to talk to people. I mean, is Bill Gates charming? Go girl, girls. Is he charming? Is he looking? There was a
0: lot of stories when he was at Microsoft where he tried to sleep with a lot of his underlings and was not having a lot of success. Yeah, because so
1: he's, he's a fucking nerd, right? Got, he's he got, has got, no
0: charisma. He's got awesome Asperger's though. He has yeah. awesome man tits though. The t- the titties <laughs> on <laughs> that man. The, Holy look, fucking you're, cow. You're, look, they're, they're, ma- they're something but, else. But, but they're, look, lowering, they're lowering Bor- <laughs> Bor- they're Lauren Borbert like Bazangas,
1: okay? <laughs> but that, that would be a subjective opinion of why not to like him. Because you're like, oh, yeah. so he's fat. No, but let's let's right. give a real opinion. This is the he's type a monster. Of, well, this is the type of guy who's not a happy human being who uses his own insecurity to convinces himself because he's been rejected by so much. So that has motivated him to become a billionaire. If you look at this man's psychology, he's been motivated to become a billionaire and super successful because he was not good enough and he still feels not good enough. That's his insecurity. So the mask for it, which is what he presents to the world, is I'm hyper intelligent. I know better for mankind. I know better for everyone because he's had a horrible experience thinking if he makes money, he's going to have everything he wants. Well, he really doesn't. And the problem is he's never done the work on himself. Now, when you look at someone on their scale, even though he's perceived to be at a higher level on Maslow's hierarchy, right? And he's looking at world problems. He's still looking at it from the wrong lens. He's not coming from love. He's coming from anger and mm-hmm. resentment, mm-hmm. hating society because he's not confident. So when you look at someone who's, who's in scarcity in any area, and he's clearly been in scarcity his whole life, especially in validation, in mating, right? He's been in scarcity there. You look at this man. That's a selfish perspective. If you look at a caveman, has no food, he's not going to go share. He's going to think about himself, survival. Right. So he's actually thinking about himself here, and he's like masking that because he won't even address it, it's his own blind spot. He won't address that psychology, and therefore he's not thinking about you, me, or anyone else. And neither are any of these elitists. As a matter of fact, they're so selfish that they'll go become pedophiles and do all this disgusting stuff just to ju- you know just to justify their their s- stupid fucking needs, and. And to flaunt their power just to
0: see how powerful they are, saying, I could fucking do this and I could get away with it. Look how much fucking power I got, motherfuckers. Yeah, because they still hold power over
2: each other, too. Exactly. Because you're in the club now
0: and you did all the fucked up, real degenerate shit that they all have evidence of. And now you step out and you threaten the game that they're all a part of, they get fucking exposed as pedophiles. That's right. And then you get killed on top of that. Yeah.
1: You know, so these are very small people who somehow have gotten into power with a lot of money and a lot of, you know, manipulation. And they're not dumb. They're very intelligent, but their distorted views of the world are, number one, they're narcissistic. They have zero reality testing. They're not testing to see if what they're doing is accurate and accurate. Now, you know, they might argue, well, look, you know, and by the way, the human mind is very easy to, to, to convince. Like, you only need to give someone maybe two, three pieces of evidence, and that's it. That becomes a belief. They generalize everything, and they'll delete anything that doesn't show them anything else. So, you know, you look at these people. I disagree that this is someone we should listen to i actually don't believe that any of these people at the top should be listened to because they are disconnected from reality you know the best ceos are what they're disconnected from every employee no they're able to go into every single part of a business and look into it same thing happens when you're looking at the u.s the u.s is a company it's a massive company and everyone inside of the gdp right it's just a it's an economy so when we're trading with people we're trading at a profit or a loss none of these people understand like it's like when we're trading with china or we're trading with france at a negative gdp we are giving them more money than we are making that is your money leaving our pockets going to them increasing our debt not doing the opposite making your buying power less efficient because our politicians are they don't care about you They're, they're not that dumb you cannot mess up like a winning company. Look at Apple. Even if you put a shitty CEO in Apple and you come out with a shit product, people are going to buy it and they're still going to make a lot of money. You have to intentionally sabotage the country to actually ruin it. And that is what I see happening here. Oh, and I'm agree. 25. I, I'm a 25-year-old. I have friends who are 20, 21, 22, 18. We all see this. We're not dumb. Actually, I believe the next generation is more intelligent and people keep discounting the intelligence. And this is why I have a lot of hope here. I believe every generation becomes more competitive. You look at the NBA. Look at the NBA 40, 50 years ago they wouldn't even make college basketball today. College basketball is more competitive than the NBA was 40, 50 years ago. You look at the NBA today, yeah, maybe because they got political and no one's watching it, but the competition is insane. Yeah. These players are so talented and they're so much better and so much more athletic than they've ever been that to be a great now is almost unheard of. It's You, you have to be the best of the best of the best of the best. The best of the best right. to become a great, right? And the same thing happens here. Your attention spans 100 years ago were 54 minutes. Today, they're seven seconds long. What does that require? So we say ADHD, right? Attention deficit disorder. Guess what? What it really means is your brain is operating at a. It's ingesting information so quickly that it actually takes more stimulus to operate the brain we're actually operating at a higher level adhd is a higher functioning level Mm. i'm on stage and the reason i'm so efficient is because i have adhd not diagnosed i diagnosed myself i get bored when people talk but i need stimulation so i listen to music all the time always do something but i can look at people's body language their facial expressions i'm thirsty for this knowledge and it gives me a lot more insight instantly i could take in way more data most people though suppress their mind why do they come out with adderall it's like like a superpower they come out with Adderall because it suppresses their intelligence, right, and they right, frame right. it as the opposite. They tell you this is now more intelligent. Yeah, you're more intelligent to be a slave. You're more intelligent to sit down and do an essay because we instructed you to write a meaningless ten-page right. paper, waste all your time. Yeah. Would well, not sit there and think about a million thoughts in an hour and then be able to link all these thoughts into a
2: brilliant mind. Yeah, well, it's like it's like can you harness it? That's the thing. You know, there's always advantages and disadvantages. You're to the, forced to harness to the different it. skill sets. Well, of, of course, it, or or you just cripple yourself by taking medicines and exactly. But you if know. you
1: if you don't take the medicine, you're going to
2: adapt you right. will adapt because you're going to see
1: these strategies aren't working for you. you're you going to have to learn how to use it right i adapted my mom would never let them she like he doesn't have ADHD, you know like i love him she would never give anyone <laughs> anything yeah. but how did i adapt i found shortcuts i'd go to you i'd be like hey you do the first half of the homework i'll do the second half you do the second <laughs> half i'll do the first half right and i still was the best student in my class now i bring this up to you because this is the majority of the population they're actually decreasing their attention span mm. and they're forcing them on adderall so they could become hyper focused on one issue misdirection works a lot better when you can't see everything right and they frame it as intelligence and this is this is one thing i want to talk to about mind control is it's all about how you frame it right and i'll give you a, a somewhat controversial s- subject here and i actually don't mind i've dated strippers before you know like i i'm not judgmental i really do not yeah i don't really care uh, point is is this in the context of she's a stripper she can go dance on a man naked rub up against him and it's not cheating but in the frame of, this is my girlfriend getting naked in front of another man, being in a room with another man, dancing on another man, she's cheating. Same exact action, different context, different context, different way of looking at it, different pattern of focus, therefore different emotion associated to it, therefore it's acceptable or it's not acceptable. Everything is acceptable under a different context. You're not going to go kill someone, a Russian, but in the, we're in war with Russia, you might go kill a Russian, right? It's all about context. So if they can feed you the right context, they can get you to act in a way that they want you to act. So, for instance, with Russell Brand, under the context that he's a sexual predator, you stop listening to him. You stop giving him credibility. Under context that Joe Biden is a martyr and he's righteous and he's so good, and that's how they like to frame these liberal politicians, and then they do the opposite. They try to antagonize the Republicans, right, and then demonize them and attack them, especially because they own all these media platforms. Um, then under that context... It's now a virtuous thing to do it. They frame wearing a mask and getting the vaccine is virtuous. You care about human life. When in reality, it's the opposite. You're actually encouraging a Holocaust, a Holocaust that we don't even know the effects of, right? So, And you look at World War II, again, who wrote history? The winning side. Mm -hmm. I think there's more to World War II than people even know, and unfortunately, we can't see it. Mm -hmm. So here's what I'll tell you. Do you think that the U.S. couldn't stop Hitler, from, like They didn't go into World War II because of Nazi Germany distri- killing Jews. That's not why they went into World War II, even though that's how they like to, to frame it. Of course. That's yeah, not absolutely
0: why they- not. They actually covered it up. Uh, FDR knew that there was these kind of camps out there. He could have stopped it by also bombing some of the railroads. There was Polish intelligence that was literally warning the world of this, and they were like, Let's, ah, we're just going to ignore this at all. But But again, that history is told by the winners— highly uh, redacted, highly edited, and skewed in a way where we don't see the negative side of, of our own side many
2: times. Well, yeah. I- any conversation about it, just rudimentary, is cancelable. So. Look,
0: well, look,
1: 1939, <laughs> right? We had 1939, war started. 1945, it ended. So you had, you know, camps really started ramping up in 1941. You started having all the anti-Semitism early 1930s. But okay, so you have 1941, 1945 we happened to win the war because of you know us dropping bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki but you look at you look at 1941 1945 you have 4 years 6 million people at least that's what they say it could be more could be less i don't know 6 million people murdered there now i know a lot from my family have been dead and and who knows who else was murdered right they sure. say there's another 5 million that were lgbtq they were whatever or L- lgbt uh anyways doesn't it's, matter it's fog of war yeah. so who who yeah. knows the point is is that what was the actual motive behind the war well the way we would like to look at it is that the U.S. came in, sleeping giant, saved the day, and then look, look since then, how many wars have we been in? How many wars have we been in since World War II? We've been in the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the war in Iraq. We've been in Afghanistan, Afghanistan Middle Libya, East. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, list goes on. Overthrows in America. We've pretty you know, much been in war Panama, ever since. Chile. Yeah. E- ever since then, we've been in war. And we're about to, what, go into another war? You know, I don't think we're going to go into the same kind of war people think. Like you see I hope for, not. Well, I don't think so. I actually Because if that was the case, it would have happened. It would have happened, I think. I think we're yeah. in a we're in a proxy war. I think we're funding a lot of the the stuff happening in Ukraine. But but I think that it's like a it's like a last it's a last card on the table. Yeah. To potentially get reelected, and
2: if it were to happen, it'd happen probably in the next six months or so. I agree with you, but the problem is the the escalatory trap that they're now in. If if for instance Russia were to lose this war, what? What is to say that they wouldn't escalate and use a limited tactical nuclear strike, in which case they're basically calling the bluff not just of the U.S. but all of NATO? And it's like, why do we even want to risk that well, gambit? Putin, you know?
1: Putin says openly, and I believe him because he has a family, and he's – as corrupt as he is, I think he is a bit more uh, – you know, he has his own moral compass and his own legacy he wants to leave behind. He he's does. clearly pragmatic. I like, He's not a good guy, but he's definitely not but a he,
2: loose cannon well, from he, what he I've He is
1: seen. a patriot, though, and he does care about Russia. I agree. Right? So I don't think he's going to want to – and aren't you Russian?
0: No, Polish. Polish, yeah. Yeah. There's a big difference yeah, between the two. And there's a little history there, a little yeah. bad blood <laughs> yeah. there. All right. Well, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> well, either way, you know, he openly says, I will not preemptively
2: use it. Right. He says that. So I think it's pretty clear. But he, he has also said that they view Crimea and the loss of Crimea as existential. And he said that under existential. Uh, you know, parameters than any weapon is on the table. So he's not saying it explicitly, yeah. so I don't know.
0: But I, there, are, there was also comments saying if Russian territory is threatened, that they will be using, of course, uh, nuclear weapons as a way to retaliate. So there's been a lot of saber-rattling And the fear of nuclear war as Ukraine is attacking inside of Russian territory, as they launch drone attacks into Moscow, as they launch essentially a guerrilla naval war with drones right now in the Black Sea that's having a tremendous effect on the Russian fleet in Sevastopol, which is key and central to this entire conflict. So there's a lot of other things happening behind the scenes that are absolutely crazy.
2: Using U.S. and French and British intelligence uh, and guidance for those attacks. I mean, I mean, this is, it's
0: intelligence. Yeah, American intelligence yeah. That, that actually but, shot down the Russian flagship uh, fleet. Uh, and 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 a, again, there's these videos. Uh, I just I'm gonna play one now because it's it's very kind of eye opening to get to get a bigger grasp of what's happening uh, inside of Ukraine. So I'm gonna just play this video that I saw today that I to tweeted on my or Twitter right now on
2: the- And you have
1: because this is what's happening. Ukraine right now. and Russia are so close. You know, before this war, best friends you could be. Even now, I was hanging out with a Ukrainian and a Russian two days ago. They're best friends. Yeah, and they're unfortunately in war. Right? It's just it's unbelievable. But
2: well, the the Russian and Ukrainian people were once
0: one. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the
1: well, I think the war would. I think if the U.S. wasn't involved in this war. The war would have been done a long yeah. time ago. There,
0: there was also a lot of very 100%. bad history, especially with Stalin and the Holodomor and the starving of millions of Ukrainians. The Ukrainians also have a very bad history with uh, <clears throat> with Polish people. The, the the Ukrainians when when Hitler came in were working and uh, butchered and. And genocided a whole bunch of Polish people with uh Bandros. And then Bandros is still a person that's being celebrated in Ukraine as Poland is taking more Ukrainian refugees than any other country in the world right now. I had now. no but, idea
2: how to pronounce his
0: name, so thank you for that. Yeah, no, no, no worries. I mean I probably <laughs> pronounced it wrong. But this is this is a clip of, of what's really happening here highlighting this kind of new modern warfare, which uh isn't really being fought with naval ships, it's being fought with drones
4: the nature of surveillance and warfare on the water. We are getting a rare look at the cutting-edge technology the U.S. is testing, technology that other nations are competing to develop, too.
0: Well, right now, we're on the leading edge of it, uh, and our goal is to stay on the leading edge.
4: Here in Bahrain, a U.S. Navy team known as Task Force 59 has created a testbed for some of the latest and greatest commercially-made marine drones. The drones here aren't armed. For now, they're loaded with high-tech radios, cameras, radar, and all kinds of other sensors to help expand the Navy's eyes and ears in the ocean. There are more than a dozen unmanned platforms being tested by the Navy as part of an effort to develop the world's first big unmanned fleet of these boats.
0: And in uh, Ukraine right now, they're literally using these same kind of boats, but with explosives on them as robotic drone suicide bombers that are literally blowing up Russian uh, warships and uh, this is having a, a huge escalatory effect something that of course involved Elon Musk after he got into into a fight with the ADL after that fight with the ADL all these stories came out on how he allegedly stopped a major attack when in reality that wasn't the story at all from his perspective that he of course was telling us but I, th- I think when it comes to war it is changing a lot and I think it's not only becoming more uh, robotic, it's not only becoming more technocratic and dependent on artificial intelligence, but it's also more psychological. I think right now we are in a fifth generational warfare. I think a lot of very powerful people are brainwashing people, are lying to people, and they're manipulating them in a way where American people are shooting themselves in the foot, killing themselves, ingesting poisons, not just into their stomachs, but into their minds, that's robbing them of their health and wealth. Psychologically speaking, do you agree with me, uh, Marcel? Do you think there's a larger psychological war out there? And how do you see it panning out here? Because that, to me, is the latest modern warfare that we're all involved in that many people don't even know about. I
1: think what people need to know is how you feel affects how you see the world. And if you feel stressed out all the time, you're going to see things negatively and you're going to look for a way out. You're going to look for purpose. You're going to look for something that empowers you. And if you're, if everything around you, it, they're telling you, hey, we're going to blame the economy. We're going to blame this. We're going to blame this person. You scapegoat everything. Then you lose control because anything I blame external to me disempowers me. And I think what's happening now internationally, actually, not just, you know, here is we've now created a culture of social media. We've created a culture of, you know, your screen time. The average screen screen time on someone's phone is six hours, seven hours, eight hours. So for
5: six, seven, eight hours hours a day, day, what a day. day, wow.
1: Yeah. In my generation, sometimes it's more, it's actually earlier generations, like 18, not like, I mean, later generations, 18, I'm 25, 18, 19, it's even higher. Wow. So screen time is high, high, high. Right now, if you look at all that, what do you have? You have focus. You have all their attention and focus is power. So whatever they can control, whatever focus, they can control how you feel, what you see, what you know. Now they're doing that and they've created a culture where the iPhone or a mobile phone or any of that is part of business, part of everyday life, part of, part of influence, right? Being on social media where you get approval, you get... So they now have the ability to influence you in two seconds and any massive news story happens, everyone knows about it. Even if you're not into the media, because I don't watch the news, but all the news I get on my phone. I see everything on my phone. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, people send it to me, right? So that's number one. We have focus. And that focus can shift. There's three things that control someone's emotions. Your focus, your physiology, what you ingest, your health, right? Like, you know, if I'm constantly eating a bunch of burgers and, and milkshakes, my blood sugar's high. I'm going to feel lethargic, lazy, tired. Uh, I'm not going to want to do anything. I'll get diabetes, right? All that. My physiology. And my self-talk, what am I saying to myself, you mm-hmm. know? And you see all these people mm-hmm. that are being almost famous because they're depressed. They're like, I'm so depressed, I'm sad. And the culture is rewarding it. Mm-hmm. And when you reward that belief system and that becomes a winning strategy, well, people unconsciously start to implement that strategy themselves because they want the same recognition. And what you're seeing is depression is becoming a status. It's
0: becoming a way to gain status. And same with st- same anxiety. It, anxiety. And, it, and it's being promoted in the algorithms where it's this kind of... Uh, you, you know, hurt class where it's popular now, it's trendy to, to be hurt, to be a victim, to, to, to be punished by, by a ruler on top of you that's yep. punishing you. And a lot of it is just made up, it's well, arbitrary. And, yep. and hence
2: the, the skyrocketing gender dysphoria, too, because that's, or, or just classifying yourself as queer or whatever even though you're probably not, uh, it seems it's, as all, it's, it's a virtue signal. Yeah. yeah. So we got all time depression rates,
1: all time suicide rates, all time drug overdose rates, you know, everything negative <laughs> that's supposed to all time obesity, right? All time highs. Like you're looking at all these things and you're like, well, why is it all getting worse? What changed? Well, when, if you look at, if you look at stats, I believe they started changing when we started to actually have a cell phone. Like if you start to see smartphones evolve and you see For social sure. media evolve, there's a direct correlation to suicide, depression, anxiety. <laughs> now I always tell people, and this is controversial. This is the most controversial thing I ever talk about. But it's a fact. I teach this to people at seminars to prove the point, to break them out of this pattern. I'm actually sh- I'm t- sharing this to save a lot of people here. And if you listen to this and you're going through some kind of depression, listen to me. What does a baby do when, it, when, when it's young and if it wants attention from its mother or father? It cries. It cries. And then it's rewarded. That's a strategy. That's an infant strategy. They cannot communicate. They cannot mm-hmm. get up and walk. They cannot talk. As you get older, you're supposed to develop new strategies that help empower you and show you. A lot of people don't develop these strategies, emotional intelligence. They don't have the emotional intelligence. So they get anxious. They have a panic attack or they get stressed out or they cry. And then it's rewarded by their parents, by their peers, by their friends. And then when you reward it, someone's depressed. If you've ever dated someone or known someone who's sad and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Come here. What do they do? Do they stop crying? They cry more. It gets worse because the pattern, you want more love now. What do you do? Your brain goes, well, to get more love, I got to get more depressed. So it
2: reinforces it. Yeah, so it
1: reinforces it. Or... You interrupt the pattern and you say, shut the fuck up. Like anyone who's oppressed around me, I tell them, guys, shut the fuck up. Go home. Get out. And they're like, what? And they start laughing. That's what happens. The pattern interrupts. Their brain goes, what? And now it has to look for a new strategy to achieve the outcome. Oh,
2: that's interesting. And the new strategy
1: all of a sudden would be laughing. And I'm like, why are you laughing? And I reward that. Right, so right. at seminars, I'll reward this. Tony Robbins does this. A lot of people understand this, do this. And all of a sudden, now, every time they think about depression, like this is not the winning strategy because you finally show them a strategy yeah, where they yeah. on, not only feel good about it, but they get more love and they've never updated the software. So what they're doing is they're trying to convince you that the best strategy, right? Back in the past, it was what? American dream, go get a job, go work in the factory. Depending on the revolution and the, uh, the propaganda, the agenda, they were trying to implement different strategies and they would indoctrinate you from a, from a young age. Mm-hmm. Our school system now is changing. And how it's changing is the strategy today isn't about making you successful. It's about indoctrinating you into a system where you're, you're what? what, what side of the aisle do you like? Do you like communism? Yeah, most people, they get indoctrinated into liberal thinking, to socialism, into, into this communist ideology. Whereas before it was about starting a business, being an entrepreneur. And actually, if you look at professors in the past, they were actually retired entrepreneurs. They were people who were successful, very educated, Today you're looking at professors, all of them are liberally indoctrinated, they're all broke, they're all weird, they're all single, they're all depressed, <laughs> and they like it, and they're fat, and they're, you know,
2: they're, 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 they're all people that couldn't actually accomplish anything in their They're emotionally unstable, life. Yeah, like yeah. if
1: you see someone who's fat, short hair, colored their hair, trying to fit in, they have tattoos, they get triggered. That's not a healthy human being. It's not healthy to get triggered by everything. And then you're gonna teach your kids that this is the way to be. They're gonna look up to this person they spend eight hours a day with, nine hours a day with. That's not how it should be. So you have to look at the mass brainwashing doesn't start with one video, one message, one story. It's an, you have to look at the journey that they're, they're building a journey. They're creating a journey for every generation to come. So you have to look at it all the way from preschool, kindergarten, and what are they saying? Do your homework on, a computer, on an iPad. So they have control of an addicting thing. So you're always going to be on a screen from when you're young all the way till you're old. And they're going to make your, your what? Your belief system and your attention span. They're going to change everything. They have complete control over people from a young age to, to now. So imagine, you know, those videos, you see an assembly line, someone walking down the assembly line and they kind of fall off into their death. Well, what's the assembly line putting people into? And that's how I view this. I view this as an assembly line of what? So when people come to my seminars, and I'm not saying this to like promote my seminars, I'm just saying, like, this is my goal. I give people the tools to break them out of this because I have the ability to do it. And I then hypnotize them, literally hypnotize them out of this mass brainwashing. Two days ago, three days ago, I had a seminar in Miami. I promoted it for three days. I had a few hundred people show up. And I'm sitting there and I'm hypnotizing the room. And the first person I hypnotize, I call them up, I hypnotize them. And I see in the audience, I'm very perceptive. I'm, I'm literally probably a leading expert in the world in psychology, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to show off now so people understand why I say this. Hypnotize this guy. I had no idea I was going to hypnotize him. I just knock him out, put him on the floor, and then I explain it again because now I was busy with him. I couldn't see the reaction of the audience. So to reignite the reaction of the audience so I could then see people's observation – I repeat the story. I'm like, you guys see how crazy that was? And I start telling him, like, you know, I put my hand up, I hypnotize him. And I see in the far right, because when you're on stage, you see everything. You're, you're not just focused on one thing. You have peripheral vision. Sure. I see these two women and they go like this. They have the facial expression of surprise and shock. So she's replaying it in her head, literally hallucinating it happen as I'm repeating it, which is a hypnotic phenomena. And I said, only reason she'd be shocked by this is because for the first time she's seeing someone what she's seeing someone lose control and it horrifies her. I call her up. I'm like, hey, come here. And I touch her on the shoulder really quickly. And I see her traps are very, very tense. I'm like, why? Are they, why are they tense? They're tense because she's always stressed. And she you could tell she's single. There's no merit. You know, there's no ring. She's never had kids. I could just see by, by her physiology. I, I'm just very perceptive. And I see all this. I tell her, I'm like, you don't have kids, right? You're single? She's like, yeah, I'm like, you hate men, huh? She goes, she started laughing. And I'm like, she does. And I'm like, okay. And I start going around with the men in the room, and I'm like, I want you to give me your opinion of him. Give me your opinion of him. Give me your opinion of him. This is a true story. It's crazy. It just happened. And she's saying, like, yeah, he's weird. I don't like him. You could tell he hates women. He's bad. Right? <laughs> and I then I asked all the men in the audience, you know, like 20 men. I said, Who here would want to date her? Raise your hand. Not one. I said, You're wondering why men don't like you. And you walk around and this is how you make men feel. You make men feel uncomfortable, all this. And I said, cause you've been brainwashed. And she's like, well, look, this happened to me. And I, and I called her out. I said, when you were forced, something happened to you, right? She's like, yeah, it did. And I said, at four is oath. Like she was, unfortunately, someone Someone did something to her because sure. again, these people at to the top are fucking bad and they make these things okay. Instead of really going after that and changing that, they're, they're making it even more normal. Like, isn't it legal now to be like a fucking pedophile in California or something?
0: There's laws that are being passed right now that are trying to excuse this, and there's corporate media push that are trying to use the terms like "minor attracted children" to try to get away from the real terms "pedophile." Yeah, uh, Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there disgusting. is a larger movement of people trying to normalize uh, child sex abuse and children consenting to sex, which is absolutely fucking crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, probably because yeah. they want
1: to move to California when they get accused. It's legal, right? You know, motherfuckers. But yeah, you know. Anyway, all these pedophiles at the top are probably. Trying to pass it. Anyways, so I call her on all this and then I tell her, I'm like, look, you have a self-fulfilling prophecy you're creating. And the self-fulfilling prophecy is you hate men and therefore men don't want to date you. No mm. man would want to date you. No man's gonna to want to be around you. You're constantly getting triggered. And she had this massive insight. And Then I hypnotized her to overcome her trauma with her friend. Her friend, I'm like, and by the way, I call, I looked at her friend. And I said, "Your friend, I bet you a million dollars. You don't. You don't walk around with a girl who's married with kids. You can't stand to see that because you don't have it. So your friend's single too, right? I said, "You're single." She's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You probably went through the same exact trauma. You guys are trauma bonding, talking about all this bullshit. And you're you're just you're empowering yourself by talking shit about you know you have this this negative paradigm. Like, but if you're gonna have a combative, not a collab, you know, you need to have a collaborative frame, not a combative frame. And their from a combative frame. Let's keep all these people away to protect ourselves, right. which is a baby's mindset. That's, a yeah. ba- that's what a baby does. I'm mad at you. I don't want to talk to you, right? She's a grown woman. She's 43. The other, Her friend's 44. Anyways, I end up hypnotizing the room and I help them kind of all overcome their, their issues. And it's emotional. People are crying and people are laughing at the end. They're like, wow. Anyways, I go out the next day and I'm here. I'm, I, I go to this restaurant called Queen. And I'm outside and my friend has ripped jeans, so you can't come in. Her and her friend show up outside. What are the odds? Out of all the people in my seminar, 300 people in the seminar show up and they're like, both of them have a date they haven't had a date in years they said openly at the seminar both of them have a date they're smiling they're happy they're so feminine they're dressed up in a dress They were dressed kind of like men no makeup now they're dressed up in a dress and they're like you guys have to let them in we love you and they're like thank you so much we're so happy it's going so well i think i might marry this man i, I like love him i'm like, I'm like this happened 24 hours later it's crazy <laughs> we go in there and you could just see them having a good time the whole evening and then they messaged me later and they said wow you, you know it was a great evening it's really working out thank you so much and you know, I just look at this. I'm like, wow, look at how quickly you can change that. Because honestly, it's cultural programming versus DNA, DNA. We've been evolved. They want this. This is what you want in your DNA. You right. want to have a mate. You want to have a family, and that's what feels the best to you. But yeah. if that
2: didn't come natural to you, you wouldn't be here. That's yeah. like exactly. That's how you're, you're, you're
0: genetically d- wired to have that and to right. want that. And and what's the right word here? The the reticular activation system. Yeah. So
1: that controls your focus. That controls your, your
0: focus. And I find a lot of people usually go through some kind of trauma, and this is the, the overwhelming story that I see in a lot of people. And you could see the trauma in the conversations you're having and what they're bringing up and their micro expressions, especially if you're trying to pair bond with somebody you could just see it right away especially if you study and look into this stuff a lot of the times trauma happens and then they're on autopilot. Such uh, autopilot where they're just literally not there as human beings. Yeah. They're somewhere else. They're gone. And then it literally takes something snapping them out of it to have them realize that they are human beings. They have potential. They have life. It, it, life doesn't just surround y- this entire trauma event. You need to get out of it in order to actually start living your life you and, actually, and actually yeah. yeah. and actually face yeah. it. So this is the question I wanted to bring up to you because I'm having this conversation with my friend right now and she's telling me that therapy is great. Men need to go to therapy. Do you agree with that sentiment? Because there's another sentiment with males coming out and saying therapy makes men weak. Therapy uh, destroys a male's ability to get through trauma, and it makes them focus on that trauma. and It and it also just creates a bigger problem for them. Where do you sit on that that, that kind of debate I'm that's happening right now about male an therapy? Analogy.
1: Yeah, with analogy, you go to the gym because you're fat. You want to lose weight. I go to the gym for three, four, five, six years, and I weigh the same weight, and I'm pushing the same muscles, and if anything, I'm even weaker, and I'm older. Do I think that what I'm doing is working? Modern therapy is ineffective. It's ancient. It does not work. People go to therapy for years, 10 years. I will literally pull up a text message right now and show you, just because I'm going to want you to read out loud. It's, it's one thing if I say this. <laughs> it's another if you, if you read out loud, right? So it's not scripted. And this is a client of mine. She's 21, okay? She's been in therapy for a very very long time she worked with me for 20 minutes 20 minutes okay and uh i changed her life read the top right right there read out loud
0: so so low i talked to black name yeah. honestly is that one yeah honestly though you just fixed in 20 minutes what years in therapy i was forced to go while in foster care couldn't to do Yeah, Yeah. in 20 minutes.
1: So this person has gone through a bunch of trauma and in 20 minutes I fix it. It's actually very easy to remove trauma. It is very easy to change someone's psychology. I will call someone who's up on my stage in front of 500 to 1000 people, no confidence, no charisma, nothing. And I will snap my fingers and instantaneously, male or female, they become a world-class public speaker with charisma, confidence, and you think it's temporary, it's not as permanent. It is so fast to make a change. And that's the most controversial thing I think is about me I am the best in the world at creating an instantaneous permanent change.
0: Let's do that to Clint right now. Or or do you want to be a chicken? Which one? Whatever you want. Oh, I would much rather not be chicken a chicken. Chicken it is. Got no, it. No. All
1: right. We got the
0: chicken. <laughs> wait, wait. We got some Super Chats uh, to address here before getting into uh, the bigger conversation here. One by Luke MP. It's an $11 and 11 chat super, uh, super Chat saying, quote, I have struggled the past decades to show my family and friends what is going on. I alienated a lot of people, but I cannot speak what I believe to be true. I just need to learn to communicate better. Keep up the great work. Love you guys. Thank you, Luke MP, uh, for the $11 Super Chat. Do you I'll have a comment a seminar, on that?
1: 11 I'll, I'll it. I'll give him a free ticket to my next every once, and I will, I'll change his life.
0: It, it. Get in contact with Marcel through, I guess, my Twitter or his and, Instagram. And Instagram's good, too. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been to some of the seminars, and, uh, yeah, I mean, with uh, Owen Cook as well. So, great stuff. Definitely worth coming to and listening to. We got another super chat by him, uh, $11, who says, I think it would be funny if you called Cock Toe a stupid bitch live. He's being a real racist cunt in the chat. He's probably twelve years old. though. No, Luke, uh, <laughs> you are feeding the trolls here, and it's okay. Uh, you know, I, I do believe in uh, free speech, even though if it's speech that I disagree with. We got another rumble rant by George Jefferson. Two dollars says, can we trade Drew seventeen US seven for Owen Schroyer? I don't know who that other person is. Uh, and then we have another uh, super chat here by, what's his name? Is that butt knuckle? No, it's not butt knuckle. It's a (laughs) rumble rant that says, what do you guys think about the idea that the vaccine alters your DNA, making you a product of a corporation so you can be treated as such? Your
1: psychology also alters your DNA. So,
2: you know, a lot of people miss that note.
0: Absolutely. I
2: mean, it it could be argued, but I I think uh, it would be revolution worthy if the corporations that force that product on you or then trying to dictate how you must behave because they think that you're now their product in some fashion like that's crazy to me. Okay, now Clint is going to be a chicken. Oh, wait, before <laughs> before I become a chicken, I just wanted to talk about Luke's vision board, which is obviously very homosexual and that's okay cuz I love him. Um, but I'll try anything I, once, right? <laughs> my my uh, my mental no, no, frame, I won't. my mental frame since I was a, a, a young kid actually, was that I was going to be a millionaire by the time I was 35. I just said that to myself like almost weekly and every time I would blow out the candles on my cake, I would say the same thing. Uh, By the time I turned 30, I wasn't quite there and I was like, all right, now it's fucking game time. But because I had constantly been saying this to myself, I knew it would be such a tragic failure on my part if I didn't get there. By the time I was 33, I had gotten there. So I just wanted to, you know, encourage you guys to set some lofty goals and you know being a millionaire at 35 isn't that lofty these days with inflation being what it is it's like i'm basically fucking poor but
5: uh <laughs> it's true <$1 laughs> million dollars means you're poor i hope yeah,
2: you make more than that yeah but that sounds controversial but that still is a pretty uh, lofty goal when inflation wasn't crazy so setting it where i did uh inspired me and kind of took me on the trajectory of taking the entrepreneurial path and starting to work for myself and breaking free from the corporate environment from a very young age so i would encourage anybody out there that likes to tell the truth to realize you are not going to be able to do that in corporate America at all. That's just not how it works. You're going to have to go the independent route, which all of us in this room have done. So,
1: yeah. You know, I'll tell you this. So, a lot of people don't even know what hypnosis is. So I'm going to quickly emphasize what it is. Hypnosis is something every single human being in the world goes through 24 7. You are always in a trance. You're either in a trance that you believe it's, you're in hypnosis. You're in a trance whether you believe you're going to be rich. You're in a trance whether you believe that people are bad or good. It's all a belief. It's all a program. That's all hypnosis is. It's just programming. So you look at your computer. You have a Windows computer, an Apple computer, an iPhone, whatever. It's just a program. Now, what does that mean? Your brain is programmed to be the way you are. And you cannot argue with me because at the end of the day, if you weigh a certain weight, you have a certain amount of money in your bank account, you look a certain way, your relationships are a certain way, it's your fault because of your programming. You behaved a certain way, that created certain actions, and therefore you are where you are. Now, it's not your fault though if you were programmed badly. Most people don't know how to change this programming. And let me tell you something. It's a lot easier to change the psychology of a human being than it is to change a program on a computer Mm -hmm. and it's just educating yourself. Actually, the first time I ever saw a hypnotist perform was at San Diego State University. Oh, no kidding. I went to visit my friend. This is the first time I ever saw this happen and he gets called up on stage by the hypnotist and he's not confident. He's a virgin, never been with a woman and he gets hypnotized and he ends up being the star of the show and at the end, the hypnotist goes Just to Just like him. Clint. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> That's <not good>. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fire. Well, he ends up going at the end of the show. He goes, hey, you're going to be super confident. And, you know, to everyone on the stage. And he comes off the stage, walks different, looks different, talks different. I'm like, is maybe he's still in hypnosis. There's no way. Like, I'm like, there's no way he was acting. Like, this guy is not confident enough to act. And the prettiest girl in this entire auditorium walks by him. I was very confident at 18. Because I've been working on myself since I was 15. And he beats me to it, puts his hand out, spins it around, is charming, smiles, kisses her, <laughs> dates her for three months, loses virginity that same night. <laughs> what? And date, And then, you know, dates her for three months, breaks up with her, ends up going becoming a player. Today he's married and is a millionaire at 25. Hell yeah. Now, this moment where he was hypnotized changed his life forever. It changed the entire course of his life. Why? Because it changed his programming. So his programming changed. And his life changed, I think most people don't realize how quickly and how easily their lives could change. Now, forget politics for a second. What if you could have the life of your dreams? What if you could drive the cars you want, travel the world, have the money you're looking to have? Well, you cannot have it with with bad programming. I always tell people, with bad programming, success is impossible. With good programming, success is inevitable. Nothing you could do. If you have the right mindset, there's nothing you could do. Nothing. You could try to fail and you won't.
2: I just have to interject. This is so fucking true. I have, since the youngest age, and God bless my parents. God bless whatever programming I got. I have been so unbelievably convinced that I am unstoppable, and I know that sounds totally narcissistic and no, egotistical. No, but, you see but that's fa- that's how I've always feel. I've always been like I'm going to I'm going to find a way. You can't stop me. Like I'm going to fucking find a way. And just having that faith, that belief, has gotten me
1: through everything. See, but people are people are programmed to believe that having confidence is narcissistic people are programmed to believe that having money is bad evil greedy you know it's the root of all evil it's dirty right. if you believe that you're not going to make more money i want you to understand like confidence is beautiful confidence is what makes people good because if you're confident you have more empathy and here is the science to back it up they did a study with chimpanzees they took their blood and they found that the alpha male the most confident male in the tribe had two to three times as much testosterone as all the other males now here's the most interesting Luke. part Right? And testosterone does what? Makes you stronger, makes you healthier. It's really good for, for men. right? Now, if you look at the eldest female, like the senior, the grandma, she has way more oxytocin than everybody else. They took his blood, and they also found out the alpha male had two to three times as much oxytocin as the rest of the tribe. Now, oxytocin is the chemical for connection, for empathy, for selflessness. And what happens oh, when you're confident is you're at the top of the hierarchy. Your brain believes it's, we are in a confidence hierarchy. People don't know that. It's not money. I walk in a room when I was 17, 18, the least rich, the most broke guy in the room, the least famous, and everyone loved me. I was at the top of the hierarchy because I had the most confidence. Confidence is what creates authority. Confidence is what creates leadership. People want to follow the most confident human being. People don't like Joe Biden because he is not confident. He doesn't look confident. He can't even finish a fucking sentence. He actually has dementia. The poor guy at this point, like forget his past. He can't remember his past. He's not even there anymore. He's just, he's got dementia, right? So Donald Trump won because of his ridiculous confidence. He's so confident. That's why he won. But he's, he changed his strategy in the second, when he was running for the second election, he became reactive. He started responding. His ego got involved. Ego, in my opinion, is a compensation for a lack of confidence. His confidence was worn down. They got in his head over a few years. Now he's cleared his mind. He's back to where he should be, and I think he might win again. But who knows? I don't know. Here's what I'll say. If you truly want to win at life, you know, I always ask people, hey, on a scale of 0 to 10, how are confident are you? They might say a 7. I'm like, are you sure? They're like, yeah, I'm sure. So you're 100% confident that you're not a 10 out of 10 in confidence. There's no such thing as confidence. There's such thing as confidence in your beliefs. We believe what we believe. You're confident in not being confident. You're confident in being insecure, confident in having anxiety. Mm. You're confident Mm. in a negative strategy. It's just a program. It's not real. So if you can change your confidence instead of directing your confidence towards things that don't serve you, do not help you, disempower you, Mm. I show people how to change their mindset in seconds. No one in the world has ever done this. I'm the fastest in the world. This is why I'm cutting edge. This is why I'm telling you I'm about to become the biggest in the entire world in this space. I show people how to empower themselves in seconds. Now, imagine you are Big Pharma and you are pumping all this money into education. So people will go on your candy later on, right? I hate drugs. I hate alcohol. Never done it before. So you do all this and all of a sudden now there's a new culture where people are learning how to change their mindset in seconds. They don't need your shit, your candy. Now what? What are you gonna do? Well, it, it's go bankrupt, it's, hopefully. Well, yeah, it's uh, well, you know, but they're powerful. So you know, it really what I'm doing is is one of the most controversial things in the world because it disempowers one of the biggest machines in the world, and it also disempowers those who propagate negative things. Because now, when you have your own mind. And you're confident, and you have your own self, comp- like you know your your own self belief. You start to question beliefs that don't align with yours.
2: Yeah, you don't just follow what everyone's telling you. You're not going to bandwagon. And, and and very importantly, you stop looking towards the state to save you. You actually look to yourself, saying, "I can fucking remedy these things." This is not and that's uh, in-
1: individualism, which right. is what the U.S. is based on versus
2: collectivism. It, it was at
1: least
0: yes. Yes. All right, cl- cluck. 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 <laughs> Let me get a cluck. A no. all right. I hypnotized him. I did it.
1: Well, oh, actually, did. You did. actually, you did. You got him to follow you, right? Exactly. So, that's still that's still in some way, even if you framed it as a joke, you got him to follow your suggestions. It so doesn't matter how you frame it, he felt uh, he followed
2: I see, I see, a suggestion. I'm a hypnotherapist. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, right. he's one of the best in the world, folks. Um, all right, so if you are you interested in trying to hypnotize me? Yeah, you, if want you want you to be sure. He's confident, so I'm confident he can do it. Um, all right, so here's here's the thing that I've been dealing with forever. I when I was uh, 19 years old, I had a really good friend of mine die in a motorcycle accident right in front of me. Uh, and ever since, I've struggled to drive with other people. And like that is my Wait, what trauma. Do you mean, what do you mean
1: in front of me? Like like you saw him die in front of you?
2: Like I was there. Yeah. Like and you it, were following him in your car. and yeah. Someone hit him? Uh, no. He he just wrecked on a on a uh, a ramp from actually you probably know the freeways from the 163 to the 52 in, in down in San Diego. Uh, and he just like his bike hit the concrete slab and then he hit the ground and he he was dead. So we pulled over. um, I had to run back and I held him as the, we waited for the ambulance to come. So because of that, I think that's why I I tend to get kind of like a, uh, a claustrophobia when I'm in vehicles with other people. So, and, and by the
1: way, look at what he said. I believe, I think what psychologists are trained to do is be like, no, you're wrong. Hmm. I actually don't care what the real reason is it's what you believe is the reason ah. is what affects you mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's what your programming is saying this is what your program rationalizes feeling this way with disbelief I'm so, not going to change that and tell you, no, you're wrong. I'm just going to be like, okay, cool. So what do you want? I actually you could have told me, you couldn't, now, I could have not even given the backstory. And I, don't just even like, give I, a, I just want to, I just want to feel good with other people in the car. Right. 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 Done. Okay. I okay. don't care about your fucking problems. Like most people say they're <laughs> focused <laughs> on problems. I like, like it. I like it. Like you want to complain, go complain to your friends. I'm not here to listen to complaints. It's, I don't yeah, give a fuck. You yeah. want yeah, to, this
0: is not Oprah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: but like, you know, at a seminar, <laughs> I thought it would be interesting for the audience. No, it is. I just for entertainment purposes, Cool. But in reality, I don't actually need to know.
2: That's cool. Like
1: right. I don't, I don't give a fuck. You okay, know? good. So you ever been? Hypnotized- neither do I. I You're, don't care anymore. You ever been So like, let's I-
3: get on with the show. you yeah. ever no uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so have have hypnotized before.
1: I have not. Okay, so, well, not not knowingly. You meditate. You look like you meditate. I do. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a uh, reasonable though. So how uh, you look like you used to get angry, or do you still get angry, or not as much?
2: Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah I what? still get angry sometimes. Over what? Uh, usually the government. And when did it start? <laughs> um, as long as I can remember. Um, as long as I've been aware of like, the government. and When and how did you get functions. aware? At what age? Probably
1: middle school. Middle school? Yeah. Okay, cool. So do you want to change the anger at all? Do you want to use a different strategy? Or is that something you like?
2: I tend to enjoy and utilize the anger to motivate and fuel me. And it's particularly beneficial. I mean, you believe that. That's why you're angry. So that's what I'm asking. Like, do you think it's the best
1: strategy now or no? Because if I'm going to put you in that state, I might as well update whatever you want to update. Oh, okay. Um, You want to go to the gym? Like, what do you you want? Like, if I'm going to hypnotize you, like, imagine paying me a million dollars. That's what I charge to hypnotize someone one-on-one. You know, what would you want? Like, I'll throw it all in there for you right now.
2: Fuck yeah. All right, let's go. You- uh, all right. So I want to uh, obviously take this show to be the number one uh, podcast in the world. OK. Uh, and take Liberty Lockdown to be the number two because I'll, I'll look out for Luke and make myself number two. Um, and then, uh, yeah, oh, I hit the gym a lot, but I should be in better shape. So, yes, help with that, please. And uh, help me quit vaping. Um, you have a vape on you? What's that? You have a vape on you here? Yeah. Cool. We'll do it after. OK.
1: I'm the fastest in the world at making someone quit vaping. Fucking awesome. I actually have the world record for it.
2: All right, dude, this guy. I love this guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of funny. Most people are like, I can't be hypnotized. Yeah, because you went to a loser hypnotist. So, you know, I'm not a loser. I'm the best n- in the world.
2: No, I think he's pretty fucking pretty well, good if at some, it, so. If someone
1: comes to me and says, I can't be hypnotized, how much you want to bet? You know, what's in your bank account? I'll make you wire me. Put on paper. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show
2: you. Well, then I'm not going to tell him how much is my bank <laughs> no, account. No, I don't
1: need it. I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> So look, I'm going I'm to do a quick test with you just to kind of show you, it's called an induction. Uh, the reason I'm going to do this is just to kind of get you conditioned for hypnosis, like kind of practicing, you know? Mm-hmm. So put your hands out in front of you. From this moment on, just follow my instructions and do everything I say. So hold your hands up in front of you like this and go like this. Look at these two fingers. Open those two fingers. Notice they start coming closer and closer as if magnets are pulling and tugging. Perfect. Now, from this moment on, just focus on the sound of my voice. Everything I say, allow it to become your reality. Now, allow those fingers to touch, don't resist it, perfect. Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine these magnets getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Now, I want you to imagine these fingers getting so tight now and just locking and squeezing. And on top of that, I want you to imagine there's a solid brass metal ring around these fingers. And that solid brass metal ring is getting so tighter on those fingers now that these fingers are now turning into a solid brass metal. Can you imagine that? Go to nod your head if you can imagine these are turning into a solid brass metal. And that metal is now moving through the rest of your hand, turning your hand into a solid ball of metal. Now with one, it's getting tighter and tighter. Two, three, by the time I get to 10, it is so tight, the harder you try to pull your hands apart or your fingers apart, the harder it becomes four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And they are stuck now. Now go ahead and close your eyes and just sleep. Completely relaxing. All the way down. All the way deep. Not actually going to sleep. You're just focusing on the sound of my voice. Now with five, four, three, and deep sleep. Every time I say the word sleep or deep sleep, your eyes will close. Your body will relax. Go ahead and open your eyes now and sleep all the way down. All the way deep. Eyes open, sleep. Eyes open, sleep. Eyes open, sleep all the way down. It's called fractionation sleep. It's supposed to hypnotize them quickly. I want you to imagine that your eyelids are so heavy and so relaxed that your eyes are now stuck. You can try and open them. notice you can't and sleep even deeper. You find that the harder you try to say your name, the harder it becomes, try and find it. Notice you can't and just sleep all the way down, completely letting go. In the moment you're gonna open your eyes, you're gonna forget you were hypnotized, you're gonna feel a thousand times more confident. When I say the word sleep, you go back into you know, a million times deeper. For your own improvement, your mind will accept this suggestion. Now go and open your eyes. Okay, you ready to be hypnotized? Yes. You ever been hypnotized before? No. Sleep all the way down, all the way, relaxing, all the way down, all the way deep. Now in a moment, I want you to imagine yourself driving a car and I want you to go back to the time where the moment where you created a belief where you no longer can be with other people and you could feel that stress coming up. I want you now to imagine the moment before you had that stress as if that stress never existed. I want you to leave it in your mind now. Just completely allow it to disappear. It's gone now. And I want you to replace it with a feeling of enjoyment. You enjoy having company with you. You enjoy being with others. And when you could feel that enjoyment from you flowing through your body now, I want you to go and nod your head. Perfect. Now, I want you to realize that from this moment on, the more you try to go back to where you were, you realize that because this happened to your friend, you you must move on. He wants you to move on. You do this for him. And you enjoy every moment of the rest of your life. You become way more powerful. And you realize that, that was the moment where you truly changed. But instead of having any more fear, because that fear has been lingering inside of you, been holding you back been preventing you from really making the impact you deserve to make, I want you to let go of any fear that's left inside of you. You become fearless. You are the most confident version of yourself. You have insane success. And you work on every part of your body. You become stronger. You go to the gym. You become healthier. You get the number one podcast in the world. Any podcast you're a part of becomes number one. You could feel that confidence growing inside of you to the point where on a scale of zero to 10, Take a deep breath. Bring it up to an 11 out of 10. You project your voice louder. You sit up straight. You feel empowered. Now, I want you to bring it up to a 1,000 out of 10 and sleep all the way down. Just allow that confidence to come all up to a 1,000 out of 10, allowing it to just flow through you. Allow the confidence to grow even more. Go and make a fist with your right hand. Every time you make this fist, this confidence becomes a million times stronger, and you feel it inside of you. I want you now to think about driving. Look at how easy it is. There's no emotions that come through you. Other than confidence, feel like confidence growing inside of you now with one. It's even stronger. It's a billion times stronger. You're the most confident human being in the world. Two, three, eyes open, wide awake. Wide awake. How do you feel? That
2: was really cool. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> that, was, that was great. Perfect. Why is my hand so hard? Go <laughs> <laughs> <to> relax, man. <laughs>
1: uh, how do you feel zero to ten? What's your confidence right now? Pretty fucking high. How
2: high? A thousand? Yeah. yeah no, no, it's, no. I mean, it's, it's very high. Ten. Yeah? Yeah.
1: It sounds different, too. Yeah, he does. Uh, Where's your vape at? Uh. Cool. Do me a favor. I'm going to show you something really cool. Go ahead, hit it real quick to prove to everyone that you vape. (laughs) Smoke it that way because I can't stand this shit. (laughs) All right, perfect. Go ahead, hit it again. Stop. Give me your other hand. Look at this hand here. Imagine raw chicken in this hand. I want you to imagine the most disgusting raw chicken you've ever seen. Look here. Focus here. Imagine raw chicken. You ever had raw chicken? Mm -hmm. You ever get food poisoning from it? Probably. Okay. Imagine raw chicken. Now imagine it's rotting. Can you imagine the smell of it rotting? Just how disgusting it would be if there was raw rot- just shit on it. Now there's a homeless man's shit on top of the raw chicken, rotting with mold on it. Oh my god! Ugh. And then on top of it, there's a spider that laid eggs. Now there's a thousand maybe spiders crawling all over it. If you were to eat that, how would you feel? Now take much. that feeling and merge it with every vape, cigarette, or piece of weed in the world. And I want you now to feel that inside of that vape, feel it in every vape, knowing that this vape feels this way. Now go ahead and take a hit of that vape. Oh, Try and take a hit and realize the more you try to even think about it, the more disgusting it feels. Thousand times worse now, a million times worse. Go ahead and hit it. I want you to hit it just because you're going to gag in front of everyone right now. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> no. You will. You're going to gag. Oh my God. <clears throat> oh my God. <clears throat> How do you it feel? It does taste worse.
2: What yeah? the
1: fuck? Yeah, try and hit it again. It gets no, a million times know, worse now. No, 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 no. no, come on. Hit it real quick. No, no, oh, no, no, look no, look no, at it just said. leaking everywhere. Look at that. It
2: tastes bad. I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm good. So you're ever going to smoke <laughs> again? I guess not. Damn try and hit it. Try and hit it. I shouldn't have asked this. Look at me now.
1: It's about to be a million times worse. Go ahead and hit it. Oh, okay. oh my God. It's a million times worse now. Uh, th- Just the raw chickens in your mouth. Oh, look at him. Look quivering. Look at him. Look at the disgust the on fuck? his face. <laughs>
2: Why does it taste worse?
1: Why does it, t- it taste worse? Doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, and the longer you wait, the more rotten it gets.
2: I, I shouldn't have not done this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should. I enjoyed vaping. Damn it. You enjoyed
1: dying. That's yes, what happened. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you can't talk about not doing these bad things and then fucking vape. What a hypocrite. Uh, true. That's sure. not you. Good point. Yeah. So you sure you don't want it? Yeah, no, I'm good. You positive?
2: Yes, I'm positive. Let me... Are
0: you going to throw it out right now?
2: Sure. I don't care. Yeah? Yeah, I, I the way it tastes, I can't even do it now. So <laughs> 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 what value is there in having it? I mean, the value that it tastes like shit. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, th- thank you for, uh, for taking me through this journey. I did not think it was possible, honestly. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about uh, driving? Just quickly talk about that. Like, If you imagine yourself driving with people in the car now, how do you feel?
2: I feel pretty confident about it. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. So, so I could take your sports car for uh, uh That's, that's not the same. Th- Which I one do you have? I'm the vet outside. Oh yeah, you, your C8. Yeah, I had the first C8 in California. I bought it for my dad. It's so funny. Hell yeah. Yeah,
0: I love cars. I'm a big car guy. So I got mine from California. You could be in the passenger seat. I could take the Corvette around the block, right?
2: If, if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's for science.
2: It's for science.
1: For yeah. science. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I love, I love, I love cars. You I, could be
0: in my car and we could race it. I have a ton of cars. Yeah. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, I love cars. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, look, what you guys just witnessed, just so you guys understand, because they they don't really know, right? They just saw his eyes closed. I'm talking to you. You are kind of like, oh, it's kind of gross, whatever. Maybe he's playing along. Let me give you perspective. Uh, I would actually encourage you to be honest, and like, I really want you to be honest. I don't want you to just kind of make me no, look because you like me truth. or something. Yeah. But you know, next time you come on the podcast, a week from now, two weeks from now, we just touch base. Like, yeah, you know, I. I'm not smoking anymore. I right. feel like this. I took my friends to the car. It's actually kind of crazy. Because, you know, your conscious mind is not your subconscious mind. It's like having two different computers operating at the same time. So you don't even really know. You kind of feel something, but you don't even really know what changes are there. And there's going to be automatic unconscious behaviors that I'm going to be aware of, like bringing someone in your car and all of a sudden you notice, oh shit, someone's in my car and I didn't even think about it. Right. Right. And that's what's going to happen to you unconsciously. So, yeah, i just was, want you to realize that it, it's not a conscious y- y- most people don't even know i had one of the first sessions ever I hypnotized he has got to quit smoking he's like smoking for 50 years the guy's 70 or 68 or something and i saw him on a monday i call him on thursday i'm like hey man how you doing he's like you know uh it didn't work I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate you know why don't you come in again it's never happened i've never had it not work ever by the way it was the first time that someone said this to me and i'm like well you know w- what about coming in again he goes well, no, I decided to quit on my own. I'm like, oh, you decided to quit. He's like, yeah, I haven't touched cigarettes since I came, but it wasn't because of you. It was just because I decided to do it. I said, oh, you did. He goes, yeah. I said, so you, how long were you smoking before? He's like, 50 years. I'm like, it just so happens that after you come <laughs> just to me, the you quit, same day. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome, man. Well, congratulations. You know, and, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so. it
0: t- it takes a lot of your own personal will as well, and I'll and I'll hold you accountable because I keep making fun of your douche flute. Yep. And I keep I keep telling Clint like, hey, we're gonna go for a long walk. He was tapping out because the long walk we went on. Uh, which, uh, which it was again, very it, hot out. Okay, it's, it's fine. Sure. It's good for you. But 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 no, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep uh, Clint accountable here. Yeah. So we're gonna keep track. But but more importantly, I would also clip this audio portion and re-listen to it if you ever get weak. Yeah, you should. Because I had a personal experience, and this is why I'm, I'm friends with you. Because a lot of people are like, "This is woo, this is bullshit, this is just con artist stuff." I used to quit. I I used to smoke cigarettes. And literally, it was a hypnotherapist that that talked me through it and made me quit. Now, now I restarted two weeks later, uh, but that's because I didn't follow up. And if you do kind of put yourself in these hypnotic kind of uh trances uh you're able to of course subliminally affect your mind and then i read the book uh the easy way to quit smoking that also puts you in a kind of uh, subconscious state where you're just kind of reading um and you're unwashing a lot of the the bull crap that made you smoke in the first place and uh officially i gave up smoking uh, cigarettes cold turkey it's one Amazing. of the hardest things i ever did through uh hypnosis uh and and whether it was a hypnotherapist whether it was self-hypnosis it was me talking to myself in a positive way that got me off of a fucking nicotine which was so fucking horrible because i did everything in my power to get off of it i tried i tried the the, the vapes the douche flutes i tried the patches i tried the fucking gum i tried fucking pills i tried fucking everything nothing worked except for self-hypnosis and that one therapist that allowed me to quit for two weeks just by telling me i'm, I'm not going to want to smoke so the, the reason you didn't yep. quit by the way is because you didn't invest
1: enough exactly. if you invest enough money you're not going to go oh let me go smoke people actually re-hypnotize themselves to go back into smoking that's why exactly. you started smoking because you actually quit and you convinced yourself again to start the addiction again also it's not that hard to quit smoking people talk about nicotine it's actually propagated from cigarette companies yep. that it's super hard to quit and people don't realize that i can make them quit cold turkey and they don't even feel any side effects mm-hmm. nicotine's a stimulant like caffeine it's a stimulant and it's not supposed to relax you but why do we feel relaxed when we smoke because it makes you take a deep breath mm-hmm. but instead of breathing chemicals and tobacco and toxins why and you flame retardant which yeah. the government puts in there which fucks you up that's fair, why know. not just breathe like right now like you're going to feel even more relaxed than you did before. Right. People just breathe like shit. They actually don't know how to breathe. They're always anxious. They're always breathing shallow. And this is, this is true. So they're yep. always in a physiological state of anxiety and paranoia. So therefore, they're always anxious. Like what, what are the number one things that sell in movies? Shit that stresses you out. It doesn't make you feel good. So you start breathing like... Right? So then you take a cigarette break. Oh, I'm relaxing. No, it doesn't
5: relax you. And it's, it's actually the not... the first deep breath. Exactly. Take. It's also not addictive.
1: <laughs> the thing that's addicting is relaxing. Yeah, but you don't need the cigarette actually does the opposite nicotine does the opposite of relax you So you actually become more relaxed when you quit but people are too stupid to even understand what's happening So as you educate yourself on these things you realize it's not it's not addicting It's super easy to quit And the only reason you do it is because you've become accustomed to it socially and you've identified now is the cool person who smokes Anyone around me like I'm around some of the most successful people in the world as are you guys And I'm around people the next generation of success people my age, right? None of them do drugs None of them drink alcohol, none of them smoke. As a matter of fact, they're just so repulsive that if I'm even dating a human, be- like a girl who smokes, I can't be seen with her because they'll reject me from, from being around them. Hmm. It has now become the opposite of cool. It, it, and it's the thing that anytime we see someone smoke or I see them smoke, they almost look at it like they look down on these people. And I'm like, look, you don't have to look down on them. It's easy to quit. They've just been brainwashed to do it. And I explained this to them, but you know, it is so easy to change your life. and. It, you know, if you want to make a change in internationally, you want to make a change nationally, you want to make a change anywhere, even your neighborhood, your own family, you got to change. Yeah. You got to become someone powerful. You got to become someone who walks the walk, has authority, has confidence, or no one's going to listen to you. Nobody will listen to you. No, my dad called me. I, ironically, I call my dad like, and my mom three times a day. My dad's had 10 heart surgeries. He's about to have his 11th in uh, nine days. Wow. And, you know, he's 72, almost 73. And I call him and I said, "Where well, are you yeah. at?" He's like, "I'm on the way to UCLA." I'm like, "For what?" So like, I'm gonna go see my doctor. I'm like, "Okay, what are you gonna do with the doctor?" This is early, like early COVID. And He goes, "Well, I'm gonna get the vaccine." I said, "Go home now." He's like, I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, "That people are gonna die. You're gonna be here for maybe three months if you take this vaccine." It's a guy with massive heart issues. If he has a clotting thing, he's gonna die, right? So he doesn't get it, and he literally tells me every day. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you know, I think I'm still here because I didn't get that vaccine." For real. And my chef got the vaccine the same exact day my dad got the vaccine. I have a private chef, and. Uh, he had a heart attack, 22. 22-year-old 22 man going to the gym, no steroids, no drugs, no alcohol, always works himself, never stressed That's out, crazy. heart attack. My other really good friend, his name is Jason, has myocarditis. He also had a heart attack, mini heart attack, right? And All these massive problems. You look at these NBA athletes, NFL athletes dropping dead, right? Some of the best athletes in the world. I don't know if you understand the caliber of, for those of you watching, like, to get in shape like that, it's not going to the gym and doing a one-mile jog. It's doing sprints that equate to thousands and thousands of calories burnt every day, yep. and you have to consume perfect food or you're not going to perform. It's literally optimizing the body to be at peak performance. Right, and it's then the it,
2: last people that should be having heart attacks—they,
1: yeah. they, their, their muscle, their heart is so powerful that what you, me, and even me in peak athleticism, right. when I was an athlete playing football, track—you know, I was a champion athlete. It's not like I wasn't, uh, and even then. These athletes playing at that level, they work 10 times harder than we worked, and we're working hard. And they shouldn't be having blood clots, or they're not eating bad foods, they're not doing anything other than this one variable.
2: Well, my just quick story personal story. Yeah, my stepdad, uh, had a heart attack about a year, 15 Uh, months ago, and he was, you know, he's in his mid to late 60s, but super healthy dude, jogged all the time, ran miles, in great shape, very, very active. Um, and you know, two months, maybe six weeks after he got the. Uh, I I don't know if it was his first or his second dose, but it's just tragic because he didn't want to get it. He wanted to be able to travel to Europe in his retirement age, and he knew that he wouldn't be able to fucking fly there, so... Uh, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of animosity and and rightfully so. Now I had a
0: you know a family member that also passed away from the COVID vaccine that she didn't want to fucking take, but she was extorted and manipulated to fucking take. And this is and I never really shared this story uh, anywhere, but this is one of my deal breakers with Donald Trump. I'm sorry, yeah, I cannot support a man that still believes he saved a hundred million lives through the vaccine. I cannot, especially with all the empirical evidence, especially with all the people I know, especially with you meet everyone and and I'm sorry, but, but like it's a fucking major deal breaker. That's just my own personal opinion. You could have yours. I I won't be judging you, but what you said before uh, makes a lot of sense, uh, especially when it comes to cutting out a lot of the poisons that a lot of people consume without thinking when I cut out cigarettes, when I cut out booze and alcohol, I don't drink at all. I don't smoke cigarettes at all. Uh, I just felt like on another level and it I started meeting people Yeah, I started meeting people on other levels I started working with people my, my career took off more than ever after I said you know what I'm going to treat my body well I'm going to take care of myself I'm going to do the best things for myself so I could represent those ideas to other people and try to be an example out of them because the thing that you could do voting I, I think it's not going to change anything but I think you becoming the change you want to see in this world will change something and this is why I'm so happy you came on the show today Marcel yeah, thank you for it, having me was fucking awesome it was a really fascinating conversation i made clint uh uh um, did, um you guys didn't make me fucking balk I, while i was I under made you, you? i made you i made you i made you uh sing like a chicken so that's that's on the uh, i made Yo, you cluck so but, that's but on the record that, i did that
2: as a joke beforehand right that yeah, was not you did that was not, that, not under you'll see this video no, no, later no, no. and then you'll see yourself no no uh, you did awesome <laughs> <laughs> all way,
1: sleep, 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 sleep all the way down really relaxing all the way deep no You're gonna forget you were hypnotized, eyes open, sleep, eyes open, sleep, eyes open, sleep. At the moment, when you open your eyes, your name is now Luke. When you're accept that, nod your head, sleep all the way down. So, I'm just seeing how deep he is, right? At the moment you're gonna go deeper than you've ever gone before, you're gonna forget that I said that, and your name is now Luke, eyes open. What's your name? It's always been that way. What's your name? It's Luke. What's your name? Quick, what's your name? It's Luke, isn't it? What's your name?
2: <laughs> is it Luke? I don't you know. No, your
1: name is Luke, right? Look at me. Your name is Luke. You sleep all the way down, all the way deep, completely relaxing. No, you're gonna. Now imagine that you are now Luke. You see the world through his eyes. You think like him. You talk like him. You are him. You can feel what it is to be him. Go ahead and nod your head. Everybody's eyes open. All right, Luke. How are you doing? I'm good. All right. Uh, so what do you do? Just going to tell us a little about you.
2: Uh, f- I run We Are Change podcast.
1: uh uh-huh. and, and, you know, what, what's your perspective? Like, you know, where do you live? What's, I mean, not, I, not-
2: I also sell uh, supplements at wearechange.shop. Awesome. Cool. Uh, do
1: Do you like, you know, I mean, do you like Donald Trump?
2: A little disappointed with his
1: vaccine stance, to put it mildly. Awesome. Yeah. Sleep. So what you're looking here is someone can literally you could change their programming to literally be another human being, right? So, in a moment, I'm going to snap my fingers. You will be the best version of yourself. You will feel the most confident you've ever felt. You will feel like you are on cloud 9 and this feeling only gets stronger. More than what we've done before, you will permanently quit vaping, smoking. You won't even think about it. You won't even notice it. You're going to find the car things I gave you earlier, you're going to go deeper than they've ever gone. And when I send my fingers, you'll be wide awake as the best version of yourself. You will actually not be able to stop raving about it. Even now, we're going to have to tell you to stop because we're going to try and end the podcast. And you're not going to be able to stop talking about it because you're going to feel so good. You're like, dude, I I have to tell you guys this how powerful this is. When you understand, accept that, nod your head.
2: I said, wide awake.
1: Cool. Yeah. Awesome. How do you feel?
2: I want to go to the gym.
1: Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, Let's fucking go! Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Marv, I want know. to go to the
2: gym for real. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been trying to get you go to the gym. I'm like, I was just the gym, at the, gym, the gym, gym before this, but I want to go again. So <laughs> if that's all right, let's end this fucking show so I can go to the gym. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Mars fucking cell. That was awesome. This was not
0: pre-planned. We no one knew this was going to happen. I there was no fentanyl. Clint didn't get fentanyl I promise mm. can you. I, can uh, I leave? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'd like, no,
2: have... like to go work out. Okay.
0: Wait, cool. well,
3: what happened to this being the bad pod- best podcast it's gonna ever? going to happen with the
2: most fit <laughs> human being in the world, isn't it? Yeah, uh. I'm going to be fucking jacked and we're going to be the number one podcast in the world. It's going to happen, so...
0: Well, we're definitely off to a, a great start, uh, Marcel. That was a that was a very interesting conversation. We didn't script any of this. You didn't know what you were getting yourself into. I had no Clint idea. didn't know what he was getting himself into. I didn't. I'm know. still
2: not even sure what I just got into. Y- so y- you'll
0: see the video later,
1: and then you know no, you want to see how powerful forgetting okay. is. Just to yeah. give a quick sample, mm-hmm. And when you're gonna forget you were hypnotized. Were you hypnotized today? I don't think so. No. Okay. So. Now, we talk about history. We talk about anything. This is a natural phenomenon. You want to talk about hypnosis being bullshit? Let me tell you something. They, they hypnotize everyone, right? Have you ever been hypnotized before? I don't know. Okay, when I snap my fingers, you're going to remember everything, and you're going to feel exponentially better than you did a second ago. All right. H- how do you feel about that?
2: I fuck, I felt good before, but I, feel, <laughs> I still feel great. I don't yeah, know. I do feel you, great.
1: Do you remember being hypnotized? You, I don't know. You do now. Okay. Do you remember? Yeah and tell him. this I,
2: I mean i was very relaxed and my head dropped and then i was, fucking, <laughs> was so good i don't yeah. fucking know dude this yeah. is weird yeah but you this see this so cluck weird. like a chicken yep. you cluck see like a chicken yeah. no
1: but you see his mind his mind is because it's unconscious right so his mind yeah. is now kind of searching when you're completely wide awake you remember everything and you can watch this video but it's a mind fuck let me just explain to you guys watching before i'm you wrap. so glad yeah, i get yeah, to yeah. watch this back yeah. so i know what the fuck before happened. you
5: wrap the point is
1: is it is not hard to make people forget things happen. It is not hard to understand. And you know, this is the most controversial subject I'll say, and I'm going to say, it cause it's on rumble. Uh, and I say it because I fucking hate these people. When you look at um, all these school shootings, things like that, I would encourage you to wonder why their parents are the first to die or their caretakers, why a lot of them will go on Facebook groups or posts and say, why is my handler encouraging me to hurt other people and why even then are they writing down things like drawing a piece like this This guy, I forgot his name, I'll show you a picture of him afterwards, but he drew a, v- a picture of him shooting his class and at the bottom he said, please help me, I can't make this voice in my head stop and mm-hmm. then erase that. Right. So what are they doing to these kids that ask for help and then sending them to some kind of handler with an agenda and that's what's happening. And these people, and you say no. Well, I'm telling you, some innocent kid doesn't just play Call of Duty and go commit a mass murder. That's not how it works. That's right. not how it works. That's, that's, way, that's radical. That's not how it works. And I don't care how they spin it in the media. That's not how it works. I know exactly what they're doing. And the people doing it are piece of shit human beings. And they have kids. And I, I don't wish bad on their kids. But I wish, I wish someone exposes these people. And, you know, we have a death penalty. And I think every single one of these people, and they are murderers should be tried and they should get the death penalty for being mass murderers. these are mass murders i do not like them i hate them um you know i, I hope uh, i hope one day these things come out you know and and i if i had sat down with any of these people in prison i can prove it in two seconds I could literally prove it in two seconds. I could tap into that part of their mind and just instantly expose it. I could I could actually have them walk me through exactly what they went through, exactly what happened, and bring out the actual side of them, which is gone and unconscious. I could bring it out.
0: Well, maybe maybe it would be a good idea to, to, to bring you out to uh, some of these confrontations that I do with some of these politicians that might be... Uh, interesting. But we'll talk about that. They're also
1: puppets, a lot of them. A lot not They don't even know. They're also they're brainwashed to be part of the establishment. They think they have a say. Their ego is there. They're losers who ended up getting a position in power. You know, they don't even know what they're doing. They just think that they have a vote, right? There's still a hundred votes in the Senate. There's still Congress votes. They still think they have a say. And there's a few of them that are at the top that have been around long enough, that have enough money, that have enough say. And I think they're the ones who make the, the changes. So even they are buying into the Kool-Aid. And, you know, you have people like Rand Paul who, who speak up and talk and, and even them, you know, like they, no one listens to him,
0: right? Yep. So it's just... Well a lot of them are hypnotized as well well they are' they're that's hypnotized what I'm saying. by satanic entities and demons and devils in my own personal opinion yeah and uh, they're 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 not who they think they are yeah. well yeah and they, they don't have the power they think they have
1: but it feels better to uh, people would rather feel like they have some kind of power than it address that they don't and you know I, the power I have is the power to influence someone I have the power in, of knowledge but I don't have influence like these people have I have no control and I understand that so mm-hmm. you know the best thing I could do is just try to empower as many people as I can try and change the world and and that's it so yeah
0: love it. Marcel, that was freaking awesome. That was really fun. I that really enjoyed that conversation. I want to tell everyone watching right now, if you make a short out of this and put our uh, Rumble and YouTube channel in, in the description, the best short will win $200, the most viewed short, that mentions this channel and clips whatever part of this podcast and puts it out there, we will give you $200. Make uh. sure to send it to me on twitter.com forward slash Luke We're We're also going to be clipping this. We're going to be sharing it all over social media. Uh, this was really fun. We're only getting started here. This is what, our second or third episode? Number three. Third episode. Wow. We're going to have Sargon of Akkad, Early. Carl Benjamin on. We're going to have Libs of TikTok on. We have a lot of very special guests coming on this show. We're just starting off. We're going to be working exclusively with rumble we're in the negotiations phase and i thank you guys so much for being a part of this journey share this podcast with your friends and family members and the more we get out there the more we're going to be doing for you marcel thank you so much for for your time this was very random this was very last minute i i i you were on some podcasts and i was like where can i watch this full podcast and then you're like i'm actually here in miami i'm leaving tomorrow i'm like Fuck it, let's just do a let's show. Go, yeah, let's and go. very, I, I messaged Clint and I was like, "Clint, can, yeah. can can you do it?" He was he was down. So I always appreciate Clint for uh, not Hell being yeah. uh, you, one was, of those three hundred five hoes that always is flaky. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, <laughs> never commits to anything. He's uh-huh. actually so different yeah. uh, compared to that. It's because I'm uh, unvaccinated and I yeah, have a dick, probably. So. Yeah. Uh, um. Mar- Marcel, where can people find out more if- information about you?
1: Yeah. So if you guys want, you know, for now, uh, YouTube, Marcel Klein or on Instagram at Marcel, M-A-R-C-Z-E-L-L. And actually, I'm down to contribute to the offer. You said if anyone posts a short or, you know, a reel and it goes viral and you tag at Marcel uh, on it and, you know, it does, I will personally send you five hundred dollars as well. So, you know, not let's to, go seven hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. Uh, seven hundred dollars. Best short that gets the most views when you tag Marcel uh yeah. and this and this youtube channel or rumble channel or whatever just make sure it links out to some of the Perfect. social media yeah. but uh That's yeah awesome. marcel thank you so much i it was it was a pleasure it was it was awesome to be a part of this conversation uh i know there's some non-believers it's fine you believe what you want to believe but your beliefs also have a lot of power uh, i'll just I will leave it Report at that. back i will report yeah. back next week and tell you I guys w- if this actually if it sticks you yeah. know we'll see i will be keeping clint accountable clint download that 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 clip Re- re-listen to it if you ever want to hit the douche flute again. Clinton, where could people find you?
2: Uh, at Liberty Lockpot on Twitter, Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere else, as well as Tower Gang. Uh, that's about it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We did over two hundred thousand on our first ever episode. Incredible, incredible turnout, and I couldn't thank you guys more if I tried. So wow, thank you. two hundred thousand views. Yeah, yeah, it was like a quarter,
0: it was like a quarter million if you add all of yeah, them. Yeah, if up, you combine them all, it's over a quarter million. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Good job, Stephanie. You talk too much again. Where can people Button find you? Fun Pusher!
3: Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at...